0: You know how long ago that that probably was invented? Like thirteen hundreds. Finger in the ass? Fuck! Before caveman were sticking. fingers I, oh, in Oh, cavemen were fingering assholes, dude.
1: <laughs> cavemen were fucking other cavemen. All men. shitty and everything. Just have shit. And I bet you they're like Ugh, beans. Uh, yeah. No, because in like yeah, in like you know, ancient Rome they were had they had uh, dildos. So
0: made out of stone.
1: Guys yeah. fucking getting pegged. Yeah. That was in the in back in the day. Dude, oh, yeah, was guys have kind of been that. getting pegged since the fucking goddamn... Stone pegged. Guys have been
0: getting fucking pegged since the Mesozoic era, bro. <laughs> 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 since before human
1: beings. Uh, anyway. Jesus got
0: pegged oh Jesus of, uh, I by get by it a bunch of uh. Romans
1: <laughs> you get it uh. well there's enough scoop close to your host
0: with the most Chris Smith as he boasts we toast as we roast any little problem and we'll fix it in post playing devil's advocate as he hits you with jokes who can it be sitting next to me i need your baby's dad and he's spitting comedy magically schooling all your comic book wannabes you're gonna be hit with a hook I'll turn your face into a tragedy Stevie B with the chemistry dropping recipes and melodies restlessly especially using dark humor as his weaponry mentally haunting all your dirty thoughts like an antitino empathy. Just credibility. Discussing history, legacy, ethnicity, destiny, felonies, industry, jealousy, memories, pregnancies, tendencies, therapy. Heavily, alcohol, the cast is the remedy. Alcohol, the cast is the remedy. Alcohol, the cast is the remedy. Don't peg me. Don't peg me, please. Welcome, welcome. This is Alcohol Cast. We are your hosts. Tomorrow right, I got Dr. Dadney and to the left, Stevie. To the okay, it's <laughs> To the left. <laughs> can't, can't handle the lift. To the left. All the right, lift. what
1: you, you got some shout outs, Chris? Or all what? Your fucking jokes All right, what's your shout out? I got the a shout out.
0: <laughs> our shout out is to our new SoundCloud follower, Vicky Garak. Shout out to Vicky Garak. Much love. She's got about 596 people following her. She's got two tracks on her SoundCloud. You get it, girl. You get it. Vicky
1: Garak? Yeah. Vicky, I imagine that short for Victoria, right? sure because i know it. <laughs> um i got a shout out a little different our boy who listens uh, to the show and who hooked us up with a fucking sweet cake he stole my shout out lake uh-huh. he's actually well, He's something you don't know dude what's up he's something you don't know he's gonna have fucking heart surgery oh no what? yeah dude He he's had like a fucking thing it's not like open. not gonna open him up and like you know flay him over, But he's going. He's going in. But of course the fucking company's a dick and it's like, well, you haven't been approved for your insurance yet. Are you serious? You're gonna have to check the day before the fucking surgery and everything. It, that what? sucks. But uh, shout out to him. Hey man, I hope you don't die. You're not gonna die. You're not gonna <laughs> die. You
0: can't die. How are we gonna get beer? <laughs> um, definitely shout out to Aaron uh, Halligy, I think his last name Halligy? Def Aaron Hallikey. Uh dude, you're the fucking man. I cannot thank you enough. Yeah, dude. It was a great brew, too. Dude, you made the fucking campsite. They were like, oh, we didn't even notice. By the way, we didn't notice it said alcoholicast on it. I didn't notice. I had to get it pointed out to me. I got the beer. I'm like in a rush. Chris like, dude, you realize this says alcoholicast on (laughs) it? I was like, what? I was all snapping a shot of that. Dude, fucking awesome. It was an amazing beer and it was basically brewed just for us kind of thing. And nobody else had ever tried it before. It was like a private it and, was um, good, another I got to give I gotta, one cool.
1: more one more shout out for me is uh, a friend of mine, one of my uh, favorite people that I work with, uh, Darian, is her birthday uh, actually tomorrow. Today we made like this giant uh like basically baked giant piece of dough that looks like a dick. And then put some, like, uh, frizzled onions to look like pubes. And then uh, some marshmallow sauce to look like cum. All that good stuff, you know, for, like, an early birthday present. But uh, she's going to be gone. She's going on a little trip for her birthday. But she listens. She's been listening for a long time. And she's just fucking awesome. So happy birthday. Shout out to Danny behind me.
0: He's of course. A, Shout out to Danny. Danny's sure.
1: here at the live show. We
0: have one the people show. Have one member in the audience. We <laughs>
1: have uh... <laughs> live, live recorded in front of <laughs> the audience.
0: <laughs> of one fucking guy. Danny's fucking doing his fucking. Uh, he's leaving. Your Army, Army man, thing. He's going. He's going to. He's going to go fucking take down Kim Jong Un. He's going to go take down Dr. Dave. Dr. Dave. He's definitely <laughs> over in Kuwait doing oh, back alley doing... abortions. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's, that's where that's you it. go. That <laughs> was the last week.
1: <laughs> you fuck this up, and you will be selling socks in Kuwait. Remember that? <laughs> dirty work. It was dirty work because. <laughs> oh it was yeah. It's a movie that exists. Don't worry about it. Nineties <laughs> <90s> movie. This was Don Rickles. Don Rickles line.
0: Anyways. Hey everybody! Did you hear the news? We got some movie stories for you. It's sort of thing, and I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, I we got some video. movie news. Movie news. Movie news. There's
2: some movies coming out for me and you. Movie news. Movie news. Donald Glover's gonna
0: put it in
1: your poop, or Chris? Oh <laughs> uh, no, not me, please. All right. So no, um, now you have a girlfriend, so no, you gotta turn no down no B-B-C Donald B-B-C Glover for, for me. To,
0: no BBC. Kind of a me. kind
1: of a new thing. Uh, Cause over the past little while, there's been like these little things, movie-related we wanted to talk about, but they just weren't big enough to do a full thing on. Well, we just thought, like, all right, let's just throw a couple of them together, throw them all at once, really fucking rapid fire at you. First one I wanted to bring up is that Donald Glover, who we're all a huge fucking fan of, is in the leading, like he's the number one pick, and there are negotiations to play a young Lando Calrissian in the solo, oh, solo movie. which we fucking sad. talked about <laughs> on the show on like the first episode yeah. we're like you know what would be awesome though <laughs> if Donald Glover played with uh, I think I think he, Chris, So Hollywood listens to the show. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. But they yeah. won't yeah. wait hey, and review shout out <laughs> to you. Wait shout, and review. I feel like Hollywood they just... Don't want, they don't want everyone to know that they get their best ideas I, from us. I
0: feel like Hollywood is like one entity. It's like a person. You know what I mean? <laughs> shout out to Hollywood. He's a, b- <laughs> 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 He's a big <laughs> listener.
1: Bill Hader's character that he played. He played Hollywood. The personification <laughs> <So> of him. <laughs> it was fucking yeah, perfect.
0: You heard it here That's first, folks, on the Alcoholicast. Chris theory, Hollywood is a person. Chris is the one that suggested... Dg play young Lando Calrissian, and that is going to be epic. But I just want to shine a little bit of light to what Danny G is doing right now. Um, right now, he also has a series coming out on FXX on September 9th. It's called Atlanta, and it's about it's a story about two aspiring rappers, one who went to college, and the other who actually found stardom. But it's a really dark comedy, and it's totally it's written, directed everything like casted everything by Donald Glover the renaissance he did absolutely man. Dude, everything he's he wrote all dude. the music for it shut up like,
1: time out like, like, dude, he's like, a here's what this makes you really mad is fucking James Franco won an award for 127 hours and then he started going to school to learn English and art and just off of that everyone's like oh my god he's a renaissance man he's a renaissance man up his ass about how amazing he is doing all these things like really look uh-huh. at Donald Glover I know, yeah, for a half a fucking second Behind the camera, in front of the camera, a stand-up comedian, a fucking writer, like, dude, he's like, he's a fucking rapper too, and he's yeah. successful in all these things. Wrote for Thirty Rock,
0: wrote for Community. I think he even wrote a little bit, uh, like a little tiny bit, like one little skit for uh, Freaks and Geeks, if I remember that, correctly. Because that like, I, I go down the rabbit hole for Don Glover, because I'm a fanboy. Don Glover is the whole reason that I got into Chance. Without Childish Gambino, there would be no Chance the Rapper. Like for Childish you. put on Chance. Like, and which, if it wasn't for Childish, Chance probably wouldn't have gotten signed by Kanye or anything like that. Like it's, It kind of generates all over.
1: Anyway, uh, on to the next thing. On the 26th of this fucking month, uh, there's a biopic coming out. Something I've been waiting so many years to see. So glad it's finally... It's Not only was it... I got excited when I heard it was going to be made. But it's finally coming out. And it is the uh, biopic for one of the greatest fighters of all time, a true legend, Manos de Piedra, Hands of Stone, Roberto Duran. Uh, it's going to be starring Edgar Ramirez as Roberto, but it's also going to have uh, Robert De Niro as his famous trainer, Ray Arcel. And they're literally the will- same age. Like as Ray Arsal was when he took on. Oh shit, you no know way! And yeah. I
0: think Robert, dude, Robert De Niro looks like he's actually gonna do a great fucking job. He's coming out of For the like first time in a long time. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean he's coming from what? Uh, no more Zac bad, Efron not movies. Not bad Grandpa, or
1: whatever. No, dirty Grandpa. Uh, dirty like the
0: grandpa. Intern. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's coming from that to play this movie, like he's maybe he's back in the game. You know what I
1: mean? <laughs> and like probably his best performance was in a boxing movie, Raging Bull. Mm-hmm. And How uh, ironic, he yeah. better close it Go out back to the fucking well. But the only thing that made out. me upset. It was, well, there's a, a couple of things made me upset, but one was that the last trailer I saw was basically focusing on Robert De Niro and his character and about how, oh, fuck, Robert, Roberto, Roberto Duran is this legend. Well, look at the man behind it all, like giving all the credit to Ray Arcel. It's like, well, yeah, he definitely helped, but don't give all the fucking credit to the, to not the fighter. And yeah, I think that that that's kind killed. of fucking that's stupid. That's me off. I was like, dude. Give credit or piss me two. off, man. I'm Roberto mad as hell. because it's gonna be—it's an incredible fucking story. Uh, but Roberto Duran, dude, he's such wasn't it, like an incredible fighter. I mean, this guy—he's recognized by most people as the greatest lightweight champion of all time. Uh, as a lightweight, he went 67 and won. Damn, that so one. Damn. That one loss was to Esteban De Jesus in their first fight in a non-title fight, and then in the rematch, he's like, all right. I want to fight you again, but this time, we will put my title on the line. And knocked him out in the 11th round. Then had a third fight with him later on, and knocked him out in three rounds. Uh, He made a total of 11 defenses, but in between those 11 defenses, he fought a bunch of times, but not for the title. Uh, That's how he built up that 67-1 record, and then jumped up from lightweight, skipped over uh, junior welterweight, went all the way up to welterweight fought four times, won those four fights, and then fought fucking Sugar Ray Leonard and was the only man to ever beat Ray Leonard in his prime. Nice. Um, And then, of course, what's crazy is he ended up having these crazy ups and downs in his career. Everyone wrote him off and promoter left him. Everyone left him and said, no, fuck, he's a bum, he's a loser, all this stuff. And he kept coming back and building his way up and... Increasing his fucking legacy and doing all these incredible things, he's won Comeback of the Year twice. Only fighter to ever do that. He's the only fighter to ever fight in five separate decades. God uh, damn. Truly, then he's still a very and he's ferocious. He's incredibly fun to watch too. So I'm, I'm just I want to fucking get people to see this movie because I'm really excited to see it. I want other people to see it. Go watch it. What's funny is Usher is gonna play Sugar Ray Leonard. What? I guess I think they I don't ca- like it. I don't like I, it. I think they cast him they're like, well, he's great at dancing. And Ray Leonard uh. liked to dance and move when he fought. Maybe he'll get the footwork. But I'm like, there's no way he's going to get the footwork right. Uh-huh. That's so I'm want. i going in knowing Bruh. that the fu- even Ray couldn't get the footwork right. right? <laughs> he was
0: too good. He couldn't even do his own training. He couldn't train people. I just don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. <laughs>
1: it's
0: like, yeah, you know, I, I, I,
1: some people just look at a, you know, piano at me. And they just, you know. They just <laughs> <laughs> fucking good one, right now. But Ray just knows how to dance. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> that's what every boxing movie has the same problem, which is that when they cast their actors to play the fighters, especially the, the lead, they give them like at the most five months to train how to fight, and that's nowhere near enough mm-hmm. to get the subtle movements right. Like, okay, you can throw a straight right hand correctly, but the movement of a fighter is something that takes years and years to develop. And uh, Robert De Niro actually was the one who got closest. I think to looking like a real fighter in any of any boxing. Even movement, better than uh, Michael B. in Creed. Yeah, even better than uh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael better. B. It really? I thought he did. Oh, no, he did fantastic. I'm not trying to talk shit about him at no, all. No, yeah, he's right, He's, one, he's like job. definitely like top three of guys who looked good playing a fighter. Right. But yeah, it's it's still they're all very stiff and they're all very awkward. They don't have a f- fluidity to them. And that's I really I know uh, this, that's going to happen in this movie, but I'm still excited. I'm really excited to see it. Maybe anyway.
0: they should try turning a boxer into an, into an actor, actor instead of the other way around. But I mean, I guess acting's hard. too,
1: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I guess acting. What they've done though, like in uh, *Raging Bull*, is a great example. Again, is that the other the guys who weren't really acting they got real boxers like everyone that robert de niro fights Uh in that movie that's that's an actual boxer that martin scorsese hired and you could see it like the guy who plays ray robinson actually looks like he knows what he's doing he has a fluidity in his movement and they do that and of course in my in uh creed everyone he fights is an actual professional boxer Mm -hmm. and you could see it it's very telling you're like yeah he knows he knows how to move Mm -hmm. he knows how to move his body his head and his legs that's awesome but um Next thing? uh, All right, that's going to end it for Fight Talk. (laughs) I think uh, our last little bit of movie news is really Stevie should take over. Uh, So, as the podcast listeners know, I'm a huge fan of horror, just like
0: everyone knows. And he's a fan of podcasts. Yeah, of whores. Uh, Whores, yeah. No, Chris is a fan of whores. Uh, Chris is a fan. No, not anymore. (laughs) Not Uh, me. Not, not me. I'm a good guy now. I'm, 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 I'm going. I'm bro. <laughs> um, I've been talking about uh, Stephen King's It for fact, I think Sally. since the beginning of the show when we did our perfect casting. Um, I actually took Stephen King's It and I wanted to cast Willem Dafoe as Pennywise the Dancing Clown. So brilliant. Um, so th- that just goes to show you from the beginning that I'm I'm obsessed with that book. It's actually the first horror book I ever fucking read. Um, so that's kind of what in inspired me to get into the, all these other fucking horror writers and everything like that. So I kind of owe a lot to Stephen King, especially that book. Stephen King's It will stand the test of time. Top five horror fucking books. The premise is genius. But um, we actually did get a release date for Stephen King's It, and it's going to be September 8th, 2017. I'm very excited. What they got wrong... A whole like, year plus. Yeah, they got a lot wrong with the original adaptation because it was a made-for-TV movie. What they got right was Tim Curry. I mean he he <laughs> yeah. fucking carried that movie so hard. What they got wrong was just like with any movie back then, they hire adults to play children. they hire you know older teenagers to play children, and it's just it it you don't get the feel for you know the actual fucking like what he's trying to depict with these kids. The kids in the book are supposed to be doing something that is just like completely out of their comfort zone. They're, they're destroying this monster. They're children trying they? to go against they the evil. Again? They're in like fourth or fifth grade, I believe. Oh, Jesus, Jesus
1: fucking Christ.
0: So the made-for-TV movie, they, they changed a lot of stuff. Obviously, it was, I think it was like a CBS movie. It was like a two-part or two-night. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah um,
1: Just like a Storm of the Century, which is another
0: Stephen King. Yeah, on. which is great. Mm-hmm. Still good, but um, they've been wanting to Grab a director. This thing went through a bunch of different directions. And I think a couple of different writers as well.
1: But why are we talking about this? Why? What? What? What news? It's supposed to be movie news. I don't know why They we're...
0: finally released the first picture of Pennywise the Dancing Clown, and it is incredible. The costume. I'm so excited. That's I was important. So scared. Coming from you, I was so scared that they were gonna fucking you. ruin it. I was like, I feel like you should still be scared. I'm a little scared, but because I have the director is a complete no name. Yeah. Every great director directed nothing at one time. Uh, so, yeah, pimp. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, George Lucas, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> well, he was never a great director. No, though. not really. Never. A great... uh, so, um, the actual picture got released. They actually switched the actor. They were going to have the actor play from uh, We Are the Millers, the, the kid that has like the weird eyebrows. And, oh, like, yeah.
1: The, he was actually going to play the clown,
0: but instead they switched it for Bill Skarsgård.
1: He looks just like Alexander Skarsgård, looks just fucking which like Which is him. his
0: brother, and they're from uh, Sweden, they're I twins. believe. They're, they're clones, Irish. no,
1: they're cloning these motherfuckers. Mm. So I'm
0: very excited, and another, like, out of all the we kids... We were pretty blonde white boys. I don't really know all the other kids that are playing the characters, but there is a kid named Jeremy Ray Taylor, who will be playing Ben, uh, ben Hanscom, which is the fat kid in the show. So the fat kid is, he's kind of like... Every writer, what they do is they put themselves into their writing, so they always make a character who either loves books or he's a writer. Like Stephen King ri- writes a lot about writers uh, in all his books. Tyrion is uh, George R. R. Martin. Exactly. There you go. It's somebody like fucking. Even though George R. R. Martin's like overweight, and he probably got picked on, and like he probably definitely got picked on, bullied as a kid, yeah. and then that's why Tyrion. He's a dwarf. He's getting picked. Yeah, you don't on. wear a
1: fucking uh, train conductor's hat your whole life and not get made fun. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. George.
0: So uh, uh, I feel like Ben is shout to out George. Yeah. to George. Love you, yeah. George. Ben is supposed to be like he's, – he's like that Stephen King entity that he's set in the book of him as a child. So he's like the chubby kid that gets picked on that's just a big read. He lives at the library. Like the kid just loves to read all the time, and then he falls in love with the pretty girl. And you know the story, obviously. And he gets
1: friend-zoned it? because that's what happens. But can't. um,
0: that's what happens. So th- I'm sorry to take it on too long. But yeah, uh, 2017, September 8th. I'm so fucking excited so after all no this fucking way. time. No, dude, I've been waiting way longer than you. Okay? I've, I've been waiting. waiting. Oh, fucking <laughs> months. Once I found out their remake, I kept looking up. Okay, because it was like there was no news for a long time because I follow a lot of horror uh, shit on Facebook. um, So I'm always like waiting like, okay, which pops up? Is there going to be news on this news on that? Um, any mainstream horror, any just like, you know, fucking underground horror shit, movies that are coming out, B-movies. But uh, as soon as that got announced, I was like sitting there waiting for, okay, the director dropped off. Is there another director coming on who's writing the screenplay, all this stuff. So finally, everything's set, and I got so excited because I think it was a couple weeks ago they actually released the first fucking picture of the Losers Club. And I'm just I'm super excited about this. I cannot fucking wait for this to come out. I'm gonna continue to give you news on this as the story moves on with the actual movie.
1: And as the, the trailer story, develops, <laughs> <way>. story develops, story develops <laughs> like right. right here.
0: This is gonna be part four of our movie talk series. So it goes a little like this. Take it back to a simpler time when we were all just kids. We didn't have a job. We didn't go to school. We were off the fucking grid. (laughs) These movies inspired us, influenced us, and more. These movies are between 1990 and 94, you guys. That's pretty good. Whatever.
1: <laughs> Pretty good. I mean, All right. So, like if it. you are—if this is your first episode tuning in, if you, or maybe if you missed the past few, we start a little series where we go decade by decade, and for each one of those decades, we each pick one movie, one movie that we want to talk about for whatever reason, not because it was the most popular movie, we think it was the best movie, or it was our fa- even our favorite movie of that decade. Just a movie we want to bring attention to. Maybe not enough people saw it. Maybe it doesn't get its due. For whatever fucking reason it may be, maybe we just want to bullshit about it. That's not the point. The point is we're each gonna pick a fucking movie for each decade. Nineties, though, nineties gets two.
3: Nineties gets two parts,
1: and it deserves it because fuck you, it's our podcast. That's fine, right? And you know, if you're not really into movie talks, then go fuck yourself because
0: this isn't your fucking podcast. Like we said,
1: every every question you have, fuck you, it's our podcast. So. Um.
0: So you guys want to guess for mine, even though I told you? Yes, it's, we have it's to guess. My guess
1: before we even begin. Here's my guess. Okay, Chris. Pulp Fiction, Dumb and Dumber. Nope.
0: Man, <laughs> I wanted to go with Silence. You of the You saw Lambs. me watching the movie earlier that I was Oh, suggest. what? No, he he didn't know. He was like, "What the fuck are you watching? <laughs> it's fucking weird." <laughs> it's that fucking out of there. Here's what you should have
1: done. Bullshit. Should Dumb and Dumber.
0: But whatever. Go ahead. I should have done Dumb and done Dumb Your Dumber. Your turn. Your turn. Guess. Yes. It's Silence of the Lambs. Nope. Fucking bullshit. I should've Adne would have known what that was. Um I should have done Dumb and Dumber, yes, but this movie, nobody knows about this movie, and I feel like I wanna I wanna talk about this. I love this movie, it's important to me, and it's definitely a movie that nobody's gonna know. We each get another
1: guest. Give us a hint written
0: and directed by my favorite author. My favorite horror author. Weaver World. No, that's Weave World. World. That's Weave World. That's the book that I'm (laughs) going to suggest. It's not Hellraiser. Hellraiser came out in 87. Yeah. You're getting there. You're getting a little hotter, Um... honey. Written and directed by Clive Barker. I knew it.
1: Wait, that was my second guess. What? That is your second guess. No, that wasn't my guess. Fuck you, it wasn't a guess. Uh... Candyman. Nope. Night. (laughs) (laughs) Nightbreed, yep, Nightbreed. Candyman, which you hearing? Candyman <laughs> came out? I did, I, like, I did. not was I, I feel like at least if, one Candyman came out in the '90s.
0: If I didn't, if I didn't say Clive Barker, you would not have known. Well, you, once you said your favorite author, and you have this book sitting right here, I typed in best Clive Barker. Well, I knew Clive Barker. <laughs> <out of laughs> Barker <when> you said <laughs> aw-
1: favorite author director. I knew. I'm pretty sure Clive I knew Barker it too, but the, this
3: because really ended, I pay like,
1: attention when he talks on the show.
0: Okay. And he
1: said on the podcast but before. Plus, plus also
0: when I made those pictures of like our biggest influences, yeah. mine being Clyde Barker, you're Tarantino and Addie's being Batman. I remember um,
1: <laughs> Mine's being the only fictional character. Candyman <laughs> was just no in real life entity can because ever amount to how much Batman is awesome. Like there's nobody. And and a and a made-up fictional character that's in my mind can never disappoint me like everyone else in my life (laughs) (laughs) anyways uh
0: so any movie movie that batman directs is gonna be gold the movie is called nightbreed all right what the fuck is nightbreed about (laughs) it's actually based off the book cabal now they wanted to change the name because they were like well that's a mortal kombat character fuck you the producers are like well that name doesn't really make any sense and clive's like my movie doesn't make any sense (laughs) 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 he didn't say that but it was hinted at you know what i mean thank (laughs) you Um, he's like, have you seen my movies? Like, <laughs> like <have laughs> you seen-
1: Wait, did you not see Hellraiser? Because that doesn't matter. <laughs> have you
0: seen Rawhead Rex? Like, dude, you don't know anything about I it. I make it- the greatest movies. <laughs> um, so the movie was released in nineteen ninety, okay, with a budget of eleven million, and it sadly only made eight point nine. So it was a fucking complete flop. Mm. No one really understood it, and um, it had a running time of about um, one hundred and two minutes. And in this lies the problem: the movie got cut. The directors cut, not even the directors cut, even the cabal cut. Like they actually just did, I think, um, like what is it, twenty? Yeah, like twenty five year.
2: Yeah, last year. Yeah, last year. Yeah,
0: last year they did a release of actual Clive Barker's real release of what he wanted the movie to be. But uh, the main reason that no one really understood uh, Clive Barker's movie is because. Only Clive Barker understands Clive Barker. <laughs> like, seriously, like his shit is fucking weird. Only Clive Barker gets Clive Barker. Like, he wrote Hellraiser, or he wrote the book Hellbound Art, which is Hellraiser. And if you guys seen it, like, this movie's fucking so weird. Like, the first one is, is you know, it's good fucking movie. Yeah, I love it. it. Super cheap budget. It's just extremely weird horror movie. Um, and then he also did Candyman. These are classic horror films. He actually came back and also did Midnight Meat Train, I believe, in the 2000s Midnight with that big Russian train. guy. That,
1: that... <laughs> He keeps making all these movies that sound like porns. <laughs> <laughs> he,
0: yeah, he used to... Rawhead Rex, actually, he used to be the, the fuck <laughs> out of here. He yeah, used yeah, to be a male yeah. prostitute before he fucking his books got published. No, no way. way. Uh-huh. He used to sell himself... How good looking is this he motherfucker? Used to, he used to be good looking. He used to now he's old. Movie. He used to sell himself for fucking money, dude. To dudes and Yeah, stuff. to dudes, because he's gay. He's a gay guy. I didn't find out he was gay like oh, I was yeah, like, he is I gay. love I was like, I love his writing. And then oh, I was yeah, reading I like one of his uh, precursor to the book before we got in there, and he's just telling like a Halloween story um, about him and his fucking gay black boyfriend. So he's Oh, he he's likes that BBC. He's an equal opportunity employer, right? <laughs> um, but he was like talking about how they dress up like no, crazy. Dude, he's whore, a size queen. Like feds. Yeah, exactly. yeah, he's a size queen. Um, but he uh, basically, it was explaining in an article that he used to have to sell himself before he he had his books published. And dude, once man, My hot young body, which, which was great because like I know this is not a we're talking movies now, and I know this isn't a book thing, but Stephen King actually is the reason Clive Barker is who he is because like when Stephen King got like the Lifetime Achievement Award for literature, I don't, I don't know what it's fucking called. Uh the Pulitzer Prize. No, no, not Pulitzer Prize. That's something else, right? Is Pulitzer Prize yeah, for, for books? Oh, for journalism? Uh, I'm, it's not for writing? I think it, does, yeah, it is for writing.
1: It too. might be for, but, I think. Uh, I think, uh, I know there's a Mark Twain something. Uh, yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, Stephen King got something and basically Clive Barker was asked to speak. Pulitzer and Pulitzer Prize is it. Yeah, and, and Clive Barker said, I would not. Have a seat on horror if it wasn't for Stephen King, because Stephen King read his short stories and said, "I have seen the future of horror." And his name is Clive Barker.
1: And this was in the s- the eighties. of you imagine? No. And <laughs> that shit would Clive suck. Was Could you imagine if Martin Scorsese told you, Chris? Nope. I have seen the future of directing. His name is
0: Chris. And
2: David Neibour. You he's
0: like, half I'm like, <laughs> like, right on. <laughs> it's but, not uh, me. Fuck so that. uh So, the movie is a dark fantasy horror film. So, it's like all these blends of like this sort of like magic, like supernatural entities very convoluted that's the problem with the film is that people just didn't get it they're like is it the people that didn't get it or is it just a bad movie it's not a bad uh, movie. i, a this bad movie. Movie. Uh, I love this movie I love this. you only love it because you read the book the book is awesome yeah but that's still, because you read the book because
1: you have context yeah, yeah.
0: yeah what happens if you don't have context Well, that's, what I, in that's in what, what I mean like they that's the, everything i'm watching just, this which lies which in lies the problem is the fact that the fucking it only it got cut a oh. lot of his shit got cut. So did you watch both of them? I have not got to see the Cabal the release. The original? I've saw the saw the original. Oh, the, you haven't seen the re-release? I've not. I've not seen the re-release or the director's cut. But I've seen the original. I still like it. There's a re-release it. and a director's. Well, there was a director's cut, and then they went. The director's cut was even shorter than the actual. A special fucking re, re re re-release. re-release. <laughs> 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 All the Ewoks are as <laughs> But um, oh, that's fucking Zalpar reference. So, yeah. But like, uh, I got that with nice. <laughs> uh, but no, capped it hard right hey, Good for you. <laughs> they came out with a director's cut, and then after that, that guy went back 25 years, like, let's put out the movie that you wanted. Let's no, redo I, it. No, I got that, that part. Wanted. I didn't and realize so, that he made a director's cut of the 101-minute version. I think, the, I think version the director's one. cut got brought out when the movie came out on like DVD or VHS, because it was VHS. Right, thing. that's usually how I think happens, it was like yeah. director's cut came out, and then 25 years later, hey, let's put out the Cabal version that you wanted. They wanted to switch the name, like I said, and everything. So um, you get your main character, Boone, Okay. Boone, it shows up on... The first thing that shows up on the screen, he's your protagonist in the film. Uh, he looks like he's in his like mid-50s. Like, it looks like an old greaser sort of thing. He's like <laughs> the greaser hair sort of, the leather jacket sort of guy. And he keeps having these weird fucking dreams about this place called Midian. It's where monsters live. It's like these... Basically, we're folklore. These monsters in folklore where they oh, live. Oh, is, is Bowie there with his dick <laughs> line? Guaranteed Bowie's dick line is fucking <laughs> straight there. his dick line. Maybe that's what got cut out of the fucking film was David Bowie and his dick line. That's why the movie
1: didn't succeed. <laughs> Boom, dude. What do you think made David Bowie so magical? His dick line? His dick line. That was came from the Median.
0: Ah, oh, so, nice. So
1: otherworldly dick line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> David Bowie has an. Uh, oh man, otherworldly dick line. But David Bowie we're was doing, already there.
1: No, we're doing throwback jokes to something that, that I hasn't even happened, happened yet. yet. I we're like the fucking time bandit. Like, <laughs> dude, we're We're kind of fucked up. <laughs> More- Marty, we gotta go.
0: (laughs) Everything about David Bowie is gonna make sense the next episode. Yeah, the next episode. (laughs) Or the
1: past few weeks, man, nothing's made sense.
0: (laughs) Just bear with us. And then you're gonna be like, "Oh my god!" God! (laughs) So yeah, this yeah, the next episode we 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 recorded.
2: We recorded a
0: couple weeks ago the the next episode. But yes, um, so the movie yeah, it has Boone basically he's having dreams about this place called Midian, where monsters and folklore live. It's like where the dead live, and he doesn't know what's going. on He's like, or for
1: you Stranger Things fans. The underneath.
0: Oh, oh shit! what? <laughs> Is that what it's called? No, it's the upside down, Adney. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the upside down. Uh, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but I was trying
1: to avoid copyright infringement. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 uh, no, 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 be that Saved
0: yourself. No, be that guy, bro. Oh, what? No, I know what I'm doing. What are you doing? Calling <laughs> me out for what I'm doing? <laughs> but uh, so. Boone basically is convinced by his girlfriend to go see a psychiatrist because he's having these fucking weird dreams. It's like there's there's these monsters that I'm right. saying. Boone. 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 Come you on, Boone. You know Boone? You know fucking Boone down the street? Him and that old guitar. <laughs> Making them fucking cheeseburgers over there. Making them cheeseburgers. T- Having fucking sticking his dick in that sex box, Sony. <laughs>
2: that sex box,
0: Sony. It's my sex box, and her name is Sony.
2: <laughs> but,
0: uh, so yeah, Boone is basically convinced by his girlfriend to go see a psychiatrist. So he's like, all right, fuck it, I'll go see one. And he's a little bit of a mental patient, it seems like. The psychiatrist is, after a lot of sessions, he he's giving him lithium or what's what he makes him feel like it's li- hey, this is lithium it's the actually, thing. he's Things actually giving can. him LSD he's oh, dropping, dropping him acid and he convinces Boone oh. he convinces Boone that he's a serial killer so he convinces Boone that That's he's content. murdered all these families and these people that have been fucking going missing around town and he convinces Boone to turn himself in and he's like, is that like the plot point? And that's then the beginning. That's and you, this from? is not, a, this is not a spoiler. Cause you get this in the beginning. I'll tell you one second. But, uh, so Boone is like stuck in this thing. Like, fuck, I'm a serial killer. Now I got to turn myself in. So he's, you know, kind of like stuck on this road of like, what do I do? My fucking chick. I'm, you know, I'm, am I really this bad guy? And before he can actually turn himself in, he gets hit by a fucking truck oh yeah primer. so he gets into this fucking hospital he is having a bad day <laughs> very very bad day um he gets into this hospital and he's put next to this guy named narcisse and i believe why boon's mm, by boon mm. is dreaming he's brings up midian and narcisse when he wakes up he's like they sent you here to test me didn't they they sent you here like i belong in midian like i've been dreaming about it too sort of thing and then Boone out of nowhere, or uh, sorry, Narcisse out of nowhere takes a fucking knife and just carves his whole fucking face up. Just starts like ripping off his fucking skin and his flesh because that's where the Midian is where the dead go, where the dead live before they cross over. It's like, it's just where beasts It's like the river sticks. Yeah, it's fucking, yeah, exactly. So it's fucking like, what the fuck? This guy just chopped his fucking whole face off. And then, God. I just want to take a minute to be like, Narcisse is such a fucking sexy ass name uh, yes. damn <laughs> damn so then Nar- so Narcisse
1: jealous as fuck
0: Narcisse goes to Midian and Boone ends up finding his way through his dreams through everything that he's just been like seeing visually finds his way to this random fucking abandoned so wait is he dead? no, no Boone's he got fine you got hit by a car. truck he woke up in the hospital oh okay Remember, Narcisse fucking just killed himself baby. he ripped off his own fucking but face but did he die? Remember? That's what you don't really you don't really understand yet. It's supposed to be dead, but you Narcissus ends up going to Midian, where monsters live. How do you go to Midian? I it's like you carve your face, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's you have. To, I think you have to like. Were know, you not? Is I, there like a portal? Is what I'm saying? No, like a no. It's an actual place. So I'm explaining. It's an actual place, but I think you have to be. You have to like kind of. I think you have to know about it to be this dead entity that goes there. <laughs> It's like Fight Club. <laughs> it's like part,
1: no, it's like Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, with Caribbean on an island that can mm. only be found by those who already know where it is.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Basically, I think that's like the
1: idea of meeting. So, it. They, so stole, they, stole, stole, they stole this from Clyde Barker? Yeah. No, it's the other way around.
0: No, Clyde Barker. they stole this from Clyde Barker, he said. Yeah. Oh, I thought you he said, said yeah, that. Disney yeah, Disney stole because Disney. Disney steals. Yeah, that's what <laughs> he does. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Name of the fucking fucking. What? What <laughs> Disney <Damn>. stole because <laughs> Disney <laughs> steals? I know. perfect. <laughs> So, Boone ends up going there. Um, Narcisse carves off his fucking face. I don't know. I think he makes it there somehow. But Boone, basically, in his own, he figures out how to get to fucking Midian. He finds this gate and this abandoned fucking gravesite, Like, this huge grave site. And he's like, I know, basically, I know it's here. So, he gets in there and he tries to get into Minion to find this place, because he's like, I'm a serial killer, I, I, I need to be with this, this has got to be my new home, all this folklore monsters, I'm a monster myself. And he meets the two main, main fucking monsters, one's name's uh, Pelican. Now he starts, he basically tells him, I belong with you guys, I found Minion, I belong with you. And Pelican's like, I can smell the innocence on you. And he's like this crazy looking fucking beast with like, he's all red-faced, and like these weird-ass fucking red cornrows just... All the monsters in this are so weird looking. It's fucking crazy. It's bonkers. That's what's. Like, it's almost like a hellraiser thing. So the makeup thing. you love. Oh, dude, the practical effects in this are fucking crazy. All the monsters are so fucked up looking and shit. It's brutal. That's Clive Barker for you, though, hands down. He creates like, all these is weird. Is fucked
1: up as like Cronenberg? Cronenberg. What's Cronenberg? Remember, remember on uh, Rick and Morty, they go to Cronenberg world. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Crazy.
0: It's sort of like that. Yeah, it's like one. One looks like that. The actual like blob
1: looking beast. <laughs> So uh,
0: Pelican starts fighting with Boone, and he fucking bites Boone. And then out of nowhere, Boone realizes he's got followed by all the cops. His psychiatrist and his girlfriend, with, along with the cops, ps- psychiatrist turned him in as a serial killer. So now fucking all the cops... But isn't he in the other world? No, the, the world isn't in, in real life. The world isn't here. So it's like outside. If I went across the street, it's a hidden graveyard underground is Midian. They're monsters that have not crossed over. They're just in the same in the world. No, it's not like a like
1: the nidosphere from Adventure. They're they're
0: on Earth, but it's like their own like world, their own like underground world that no one really knows. I told you like it's just
1: like Stranger, haven't you started watching Stranger Things? No, but I mean, you you can be lost in Stranger. No, no, well, Stranger Things, things, Stranger Things, you can be in
0: the same spot that they're in. Exactly. Well, that's not like that. That's it's not it's it's not like that. It's more like what you just said. You don't know where it is. You can't find it. It exists in reality. Okay. Okay. But it's hidden from the world. People don't know about it. You kind of have to like, like you said, Boone is dreaming about it. Okay. Or Narcisse Uh, is dreaming about it. Or seeing it. It's a it's you don't know how to get to it. You it don't again, even know it that. But do you get it any of this without Not the book? See. You do. It explains this in oh, the movie. Okay. okay. Um, so you're confused at first, yeah, but it explains it through dialogue throughout the fucking movie. Now When Boone gets there, obviously, like I said, he gets in a fight with Pelican. The guy was like, you don't belong here. This is, you know, you're, you're, no human belongs down here. You're an innocent guy. And Boone's like, what do you mean? I'm a serial killer. Because like I said, his psychiatrist convinced him he's a fucking serial killer. But his psychiatrist and all the cops follow him down there. And then his psychiatrist says, I'm going to go talk to him. I'm going to go fucking talk to him. So he goes down there and he's able to talk to fucking Boone. And he says, you got to, you know, you got to turn yourself in, Boone. You got to turn yourself in. You're a serial killer. (laughs) And then... As Boone's talking to him out of nowhere, his psychiatrist goes, "He's got a gun!" And then fucking boom, <laughs> everybody lights up Boone. Ba 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 boom, fucking kills him. Then you find out the psychiatrist is a serial killer. Ah. That's the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, the psychiatri- psychiatrist, fucking. The gave minute him acid. somebody frames you, yeah, they're yeah.
1: the one doing the thing. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um, but guess what? Boone wakes up. Now he's a monster because he was bit by Pelican. That bite. Made him come back as a member of Midian, and so then the movie goes from there. Then they, there's the normal people trying to defeat the monsters in the folklore and like all these evil entities or that are they're good guys, bad guys sort of thing. They're monsters, but they're they're just trying to keep to themselves. And so you have the serial killer and the police trying to fucking actually destroy Midian, and it's up to Boone who brought them there to help. Yeah, Boone find fucked them. up. Boone you don't, fucked you're up. You're not yeah. looking for a tail, bro. What's yeah, up? exactly. Uh-huh. So uh, it's up to Boone to help defeat. The humans, and also find them a new Midian, a new place to go that they can live without fucking being sought after or without anybody knowing who they are. And that's basically the basis of the movie. The practical effects in it are phenomenal. What Clive Barker was trying to do, it was trying to like kind of have you connect with the uh, hormones. He's like, everybody, lo- everybody wants to fly. Everybody wants to, you know, have these supernatural abilities. And that's why I was c- trying to make these characters kind of relatable, to the normal fucking person. That's why he made people cross over to being the monsters. Hmm. They're being them killing themselves or them doing something to cross over to these beasts, so that you can relate as an audience member. Because humans are monsters, <laughs> basically. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah, the mo- it's, it is kind of confusing. I do suggest reading the book, but. It's actually a good fucking movie. The practical effects alone are phenomenal. (laughs) It's so weird. Like, you're like, whoa, like, if you are, if you know what goes on behind the screen, like Chris talks about, Gabby and I talk about, um, if you actually know, like, what goes into doing the makeup and what goes into the practical effects, you have a strong appreciation for Clive Barker, especially because of the weirdness that goes into all his costumes and, like, how in-depth, detailed... Every fucking person, because there's no computer fucking graphics for yeah, his kinda characters. Yeah, I kind of want to see who the practical effects are. Yeah, there's was. no computer animation for his fucking characters. They do all the makeup and all these fucking things for these people, and they're beasts. They look like literal fucking insane, Damn! crazy beasts. I just found their makeup department, and it's bigger than every other department. <laughs> <laughs> see? Right. Yeah, so right. that's just for that alone, Damn. Chris. I would suggest you watch the movie because I think you would dig just what he did with the characters and like just every character is different. Oh, every character is different in so many ways, just like makeup wise. And even the makeup like, guy did all of Harry Potter. Oh, now the makeup guy that did that. The, yeah. Holy shit! He nice. Did everything in Harry fucking Potter. That's crazy. Uh-huh. So I mean, so yeah, I I again, the movie is uh, Nightbreed came out in nineteen ninety. I highly suggest it, just for uh, movie appreciation yeah, man, um, alone, dude, boy, and just dude. for uh, Clive Barker's kind of vision. He did X Men First Class. He did Demons. Nice. Holy shit! This guy's a gangster. But Star yeah, Wars episode two. This this movie, like I said, that's it's not. Shitty Star Wars. This movie's not known by most people, you would have to actually be a fan of Clive Barker or if just maybe stumbled upon this movie in general. But if you are a fan of Clive, if you are a fan of horror, you appreciate what you know the director's trying to do. you appreciate what Clive Barker's trying to do with bringing his imagination to life. It's almost a Kevin Smith thing with Clive Barker because he's that type of guy that's like, well, I don't really give a fuck if you don't like it or not. My vision is being birthed forward
1: to film. Okay uh, my movie, Wait, All right, you guys are ready for this? I'm going to let you guys guess. You're going to give me six. Okay. Sense. I'm going to give you one hint first before you start guessing. Um, I feel like – I think it was going to – if you've seen the movie, I think this will give it away fucking hard. Give it away. Give it away. Are you ready? Away. Space Jam. <laughs> oh, you got it. <laughs> no, that was late 90s. Uh, you would know that if you paid attention in film school.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Wow.
1: Anyways, um, here it is. Ready? Okay, Matilda.
3: Matilda.
1: Go, go ahead. Guess. Guess. Mulan. Late '90s. Damn it! You that is wrong, son. It. That That's my favorite a wrong... Disney movie. We're gonna
0: do Disney movies. Oh, we should oh, do the same gonna... series, but with Disney movies. Oh, I'll give you an hour. Oh, like animated, ma- dude. I'll give you an hour of <gasps> material on Mulan itself. We could totally do Just animated Mulan. movies in the series. Like mm-hmm. best decade. Right, Shut up! Movies. Stop talking right now. Because it's, would you Chris's, say it's Chris's sure. turn. Bugga bugga. It's Chris's
1: turn to guess. Terminator Two. No. Okay, here's another. Right, one more hint. One more hint. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> this is largely vi- – this next hint is going to be just visual. So apparently, So unfortunately, the the, ga- the listeners aren't going to be on no, but For the about.
0: listeners, Adney's m- masturbating, but, like, he's not saying anything. Okay, here.
1: here Are you ready? Are you ready? Ah. Uh? Uh- <laughs> I
2: have no idea. God, we have that one. <laughs>
0: the Matrix. <majors. laughs> no, um, fuck, dude, I know that's I know where that's from. That's fucking crazy. That almost reminds me of uh what's his name from I'll
3: give the, it For, I'll tell for some listeners. reason
1: I think about I think about fucking uh Norman Rockwell for some reason. I was telling I guess okay, for the listeners, I was I was pantomiming opening up a little case, picking a pill out, putting it in my yeah. mouth, and lifting like, my head up. Uh, cracking it and then doing some weird co- contortion with my body. That's what the hint was. All
0: right, just tell us, yo.
1: Leon the Professional.
0: Oh, fuck. No I've only seen have, the I've first half of that movie. I've Are never seen it. Are you fucking kidding me? everybody <laughs> says that movie is fucking incredible. No, this Jack, movie. Jack lifted up her hand. Not that movie. You guys
1: suck. This movie is the one. <laughs> Natalie Portman is the one. Natalie fucking Portman, yeah, as a kid. Uh, we're going to get to that. <laughs> Cause the one thing I don't like about this movie is that Natalie it Portman? is that it gave us Natalie Portman as a career, <laughs> <laughs> not, not as an actor. But she gave, just gave us gave, it her gave us her, her career as a career. Started her career. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I like Natalie Portman. It? I was just joking. Beef for Vendetta. Uh, pussy. <laughs> she was not the best part yeah, of that movie by any amazing. stretch she, of I the still, imagination. That movie holds up no matter who's in it. That was all Hugo Weaving. That whole movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Yeah, I have not seen this movie. You, I can't believe you haven't seen it. It's
0: amazing. It wasn't it's even a, talked about in film school. Just to let you know. Should be, it's because you got a shitty fucking teacher, dude. Uh, you <laughs> hey, really did. Hey, not my fault they got their bullshit curriculum. She should have said something.
1: What's up? <laughs> it was, uh, it's actually written directed by Luc Besson, who's a French filmmaker. <laughs> Luc Besson. Who just recently, dude, lost a lawsuit to John Carpenter.
3: Uh, because
1: ooh. Luc Besson made the movie called Lockout with Guy Pearce, which is basically escape from New York in space. And... Carpenter was all, yeah, that's Escape from New York and Space. <laughs> you're like, you stole my awesome Kurt Russell movie. You stole my Which, movie. Okay, side note, yeah. my awesome Kurt that's movie. Not. Side note, every Kurt Russell movie is an awesome Kurt Russell movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy, too. Really? What? You can't wait. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's going to be amazing. I love oh, well, Kurt Russell. Dude he did a He's great, great job.
0: And he uh, fucking. Uh, and 8. everything? And everything, everything? Yeah, he yeah, yeah, killed I remember, it. I remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> he was
1: good in everything. <laughs> <laughs> Overboard's the one. <laughs> Over. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a good movie though. Oh, you ever rewatched Overboard? That movie's It's solid, a silly dude. romantic
3: comedy, but it's, it's good. dark, dude. That movie's it's dark. Yeah, we watched it.
1: Anyways, uh, <laughs> back to but Luke was Wall Street. Uh, he wrote and directed this movie. It's called uh, The Professional. It's um, it's it's centers around a hitman played by Jean Reno, who is also French, who. Like, trying to pick out, like, oh, you'll know him from this is really hard. He's kind of one of the greatest, oh, that guy, type actors, uh. where you always see him and you're yeah. like, I know that guy. Seriously, because I didn't know when he was t- in Godzilla. You told me about this movie, and I I,
0: I remember, like, I turned it on late at night, and then I started watching it, and I got past the whole first – the first scene is great, by the way. um I think oh, we'll I was like, halfway it. through, and I fell asleep. But, yeah, the actor, yeah, that's how – I. He is the guy from Godzilla, but the actor you know who, you know his face. But he's like the guy. that's like,
1: what's his name, dude? What's he's I don't know, I've, I've never heard his name before, but I've seen him in a thousand things. That yeah. kind of he's ex- been in a thousand and two. He's movies. that fucking face, definitely. No, yeah. look at look at his IBD. It's a thousand and two. It's really I- it's it's ninety. 90. Uh, that's what I said. Okay, I- look at <laughs> his IBD, bro. What I, I say? Look at <laughs> his ABCs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay, anyway. so the the movie is about a hitman who lives in New York. He's the best hitman in the business. Deadshot from New York. <laughs> Deadshot and the, him are going shop? head to head, dude. <laughs> kind of. And uh, the opening scene, like Stevie alluded to a second ago, is absolutely fantastic because it it opens up. You get a quick glimpse of this Italian restaurant, hole in the wall type place, and uh, just classic
0: get, New York, bro. Glimpses York. of one
1: of one guy talking to another, and he's like, "Oh yeah, just like, how you doing? Bene. All right. Now down to business." Here's the client. All right. And that that's all you really see. And uh Jean Reno, like throughout the movie he drinks a lot of milk and he's the only person in history to make drinking milk look badass. Him <laughs> and, and it, test other motherfucker. It'll never be repeated. Uh, the way he's like I it's, don't know, it's crazy. Brad Pitt could probably drink milk and make it look badass. He can eat any kind of He can drink milk and still look sexy but not oh, badass. But yeah, that's that's true. There's yeah, the difference. There you go. Uh but anyways, he goes off and what you get is uh, there's this huge fat piece of shit guy who tried to come to New York and take over uh, the mafia's territory. And he has – and he's, like, fucking around, right? And he, he takes up in this huge fucking, like, five-star, like, hotel-type apartment kind of place. And, like, he's there with this some fucking prostitute and he's fucking her. And, he's, and, he's, and while he's in the room, he's got, like, the whole – the room itself – is just like the whole hotel room is just crowded with all these guys with guns and shit and the stairway, there's a guy with a fucking. Uh, he has his own camera system going on. He's watching all the hallways to see if anyone comes up. He's all loaded up with guns. There's guys throughout the stairway with guns. There's guy at the. There's just guys. And you're confused at first. You're like, wait, what's all this gun? Like, you don't really know. They haven't really got into depth. No, like, like what all you know, you know is, like, here, this guy must be. A, this guy's important. He runs a huge organization. This yeah. guy's very powerful. He has all these guys. It has to be a mobster guy or something, yeah. To the teeth. Yeah. But. They start getting picked off. At first, one by one, they're getting picked off. And like, get on the radio. There's some. There's a. There's a bunch of guys here. And like, the first one you see is like, there's this guy. He's like a Native American actor, and uh, he calls. Oh, well, of course, they kill him first. He calls the boss, and the boss is like, "Hey, what's up?" He's all, "My uh, There's there, there's a guy here to see you. His name's Hookshot. And he's right? all like, "What?" <laughs> what? He's like, "I don't care." He's like, "Like, he's like, I'm gonna okay." What's he look like? And the and you flip over and you see the guy's face. And he has a gun with a silencer on it, pointed, like, touching his <laughs> skin. And he goes, uh, he looks serious? <laughs> and then he's like, then he goes, and, uh, he's coming up. He's, And then, boom, gets shot and the fucking dies. And so the fucking fat guy runs out to the, to the other guys, all of his men. He goes, someone's coming up. He's serious. <laughs> it's kind of silly, <laughs> but, um. One he starts picking all these fucking guys off, and like they have no fucking chance. It's almost as if like a Batman esque force of nature. Oh, totally, without has, the suit, dude has That's swept totally through it. and it's just annihilating. That's why you chose this movie. It's <laughs> Batman without the suit, bro. And you can hear him like, "There's and like they think it's a bunch of people." That's what the fat guy says. He goes, "Oh my god, all these guys are coming." And he's like, "You could." And then he's just picking them all off. And next thing you know, the fat guy is by himself. He's breathing so – he could he's fat, so he's already has a hard time breathing. Now he's so fucking terrified he's almost shitting himself. He's like
0: <laughs> – running around like,
1: I don't know. Where is he coming from? Where is he coming from? He's supposed he to be a badass. He has guns and
0: shit. Like,
2: he has two – I just start up, shooting. He
1: picks up two like big-ass Uzis and he's like – He's like, oh my god, where are they coming from? He has a few guys with him. They hear something out on the ledge of the balcony – The guys go out there and they start shooting. All of a sudden these like uh, blast doors, like these metal like garage doors come down. They're they're made for protection but what, you know, the character Leon, he fucking closed them himself so that the main fat guy couldn't see what was going on and then all you hear is gunshots and all this shit and then fat guy's freaking out like, what the fuck is going on? What is happening? And then uh, he freaks out and um, all of a sudden he's all by himself. He's all alone. All these men that he paid all this money, all these badasses are all dead. They're all gone. And all he has is his fat 13 chins and two <laughs> machine guns. And he drops one. He picks up the phone. And it's this movie is made in 94, so it's a really so old, old-ass phone. Those big-ass ones. And he's calling 911. He's like, someone's trying to kill me. And, and he's like a huge – he's like almost in a silhouette. And they're, hey, all, right? no, no, yet. Yet. And they're all, we're going to fucking we'll, – we'll, we'll connect you with an officer. And he's like, okay, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And he's, he's backing up and he's backing up and he's backing up. And next, you know, he's like his back is to this closet, and behind him it's just dark. And then, as soon as like a cop is about to answer, out of nowhere, a fucking tiny ass little switchblade gets pushed up against his throat, and he's like, <gasps> and that heavy ass breathing stops. He goes, <gasps> and he's frozen. And then you see slowly out of the darkness, Leon's face come forward, and uh, he has his right hand is holding the knife. And that's stretched around the guy from behind him. And the knife is against his throat. And he pushes his own head to the guy's left ear. And he goes, hang up. And the fat guy's like, okay. And he hangs up on the phone. So the phone's just like that dial tone. And then Leon hands him a small ass, ripped up piece of paper. And he goes, "Go to this number. And the fat guy's like, okay. And he dials it. And it's the guy that hired Leon. And he goes, Alright, you fat fuck. Here's the deal. You're gonna fucking leave town tonight. You're never gonna come back. And blah, blah, blah. Or else our mutual friend here is gonna pay another fucking visit. Are you understood, you fat piece of shit? He's like, It uh. was alright. And I give the phone back to my friend. And then like he gives it to Leon. Leon kind of like, Picks it up. Puts it to his ear. And he goes, Alright. Make sure he understands. And then let him go. And then Leon like kinda looks over my little bit and he goes, Do you understand? <laughs> yeah. It's like, Okay. Ah. <laughs> like, it's so subtle and so quiet. He's like, Okay. Uh-huh. A man of very few words. You need to leave. And then he's like backs away. His head disappears into the darkness. The knife is still at the guy's throat. And then like a couple of seconds later, he takes the knife off. And the guy's like, oh, oh, turns around, nothing, freaks out. And that's your opening scene. That's how you introduce totally your main character. Only the Batman, dude. That's so you introduce batting. your main character as this unstoppable John Wick motherfucker. Yeah, John like, Wick. You mother- can't <laughs> stop him. If Keanu Reeves played Batman, this would be that
0: movie.
2: <laughs> I would actually kind of want to see that a <laughs> little bit. Yeah, you would. A little bit.
1: Not too much because he can't really act. No. So he couldn't be like... I'm
2: the world's
0: greatest detective, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa!
1: You can run really fast, Barry. (laughs) Far out. uh, Swear to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, that's the introduction. But the movie, the actual plot of the film is he lives in this really shitty apartment building and he sleeps in a chair every night with his glasses on and his gun in his hand waiting for someone to come kill him.
3: Jeez. Cause he,
1: he has nothing outside of his work and what he he refers to it as cleaning. He's like I'm a cleaner. And uh, what a clean one of his neighbors yeah. is this fucking small time shitty fat fuck. Who holds drugs and then t- transports it, and then like just kind of like he's the middleman he kind of guy. He's a bad
0: neighbor. For God, it's a badass assassin who probably gets a lot of money. He lives he, in a no, very no, shitty. You no, know,
1: they make a very clear point to say he saves his money. The guy who he's first talking to in the first scene, his name is Tony, played by uh, Danny Aiello. And what he says oh. is like, like there's a point in the movie where he's like, Tony, I've been thinking about my money. He's like, my hey. he's like, Hey, he's like, Hey, you know. Is your money. You can do whatever you want, Leon. I mean, I just hold it for you, you know, like a bank, except better than a bank because I have the actual banks, money. Banks get knocked up all the time. Hey, you know, nobody knocks up old Tony. <laughs> you can tell that this guy, Tony, is all business all the time. This is what he cares about. But at the, underneath it all, he does kind of care about this guy. And there's a little bit of backstory and exposition that's told about how like, he took Leon in and helped him become the hitman and everything. And there's actually some emotion. At the end of the movie, there is emotion that he shows towards him and all this stuff. It's really fucking well done. Uh, anyways, during the plot, like I said, the small-time racket guy lives in the same apartment, same floor, like one door down. Uh, who he has, a, he has a wife and he has three kids. A teenage daughter, like an older teenager, and then like a really young, uh, in the middle of puberty daughter – Played by Natalie Portman. Really, actually done really well. And then a That's baby. A and then a baby. A son. Uh-huh. Hey, and She uh, fucking peaked at her first album, dude. Uh-huh. And of course, uh, Natalie Portman's character is Matilda. And Matilda is this kind of this outcast. That's she, why it says- she hates her fucking life. You
0: fucking past her.
1: You're such an asshole with that fucking guest. Matilda, I'm sitting here. That's what he it's says. It's Matilda! That's how he says it. He goes,
2: Matilda. <laughs>
1: uh, but, uh, uh but anyway, like, if, if, if it was the movie Matilda, like, I, I, would, like, I wouldn't have given it. Yeah, give character. That's your you know, fault for not being more Batman. Deuce is Deuce. She's a big book reader. She goes movie shit with her mind. You're about your dad's
2: a piece of <laughs> shit.
1: I kind of wish I would have picked that movie. <laughs> but, um... Anyways, uh, Dad's fucking Danny Devito. But you, get, you get these really sweet moments, like a couple, like twice, a couple of times. Leon walking up the stairs, and he buys a lot of milk a lot of the time, and it's and now the apartment notices that Matilda notices it because not, once again he drinks a lot of fucking milk or whatever. And um she's starting to kind of like him. She's like, I like this guy because she hates her family. Yeah, she loves her brother, her baby brother. She loves him so much, but her dad's a piece of shit. Dad's a person. It's the most. Piece shut, of shit. It's her stepmom. Wait, you? Have, oh, you said you saw so it. It's her that. stepmom. Her stepmom is a fucking cunt, and her, her older stepsister is a cunt. But she loves her baby <laughs> brother, and uh, she's starting to find this connect. Like, oh, here's this strange guy who was nice to me once, and that's all it takes for her to really like him. Nice to her a second time, and he's like, oh my god, he's so nice. And uh, here's the thing, though, because he's a drug guy, one day a villain by the name Stansfield shows up with his guys. Now, Stansfield is played absolutely masterfully by the master of villains, Gary Oldman. Oh, Oh, don't get me wrong. Gary Oldman could play any role. He was one of the very best parts of Christopher Nolan's Batman series. Him as Jim, is that that's why I actually like his version of Jim Gordon more than any of the animated versions of Jim Gordon. Seriously, I I really do. Damn, that's saying something. (laughs) I think he grounded the character so well and did such a good job of making him human, but at the same time, he couldn't be a badass when put to the test. He did great. as Jim, uh, Maybe Dark Knight Rises was kind of a bad movie, but besides man. that, he did great. He I was loved, the
0: only thing that held and, up in that movie. He's <laughs> such a
1: great guy in uh, that trilogy, but he really does shine whenever he gets to be a bad guy. That's oh man, so he's so cool. good. He's true romance, for example. Oh yeah, dude. I love that fucking. The dreaded movie. motherfucker. But in this movie, I think oh, okay, like this is what made me first fall in with the movie was just watching Gary Oldman scenes. Because he's in, he's in this tan suit and he has this white and he's like this ginger kind of hair. And he doesn't seem that threatening, but he's so insane. And uh, when you first see him, all you see is the back of him. He's standing in the hallway. And uh, his main guy is talking to the fat fuck Matilda's dad. He's like, look, you're short. Where are the fucking drugs? And he's like, I don't have them. I swear. I don't know what happened to him. He's like, either you have the money or you have the drugs. It's either It's one or the other. Where else did this get fucked up? You need to be telling the truth. And he's just like, I'm telling you the truth. I promise. He's like, look, if you don't tell me right now, I got to go bother the boss. He's listening to his music right now. He hates to be bothered when he's listening to his music. He has like, <laughs> he has like headphones in, like little earbuds. Yeah. And he's like, he hates to be bothered. I don't want to bother him. You need to tell me the truth right now. And the guy's like, looks at him and he's terrified. And he goes, and he looks back and he goes, I'm pr- I promise, I promise. He's like, well, I'm going to let you know. The boss has a sixth synth. A sixth sense. <laughs> he can just smell a lie. I'm going to go tell him. All right. And he goes over. And you can see that like, this guy is like, this scary guy who's, like, a- used to intimidating anybody. But he goes up to Gary Oldman. Do you it's not- and he you goes up to his back. And he's just, and, like, once again, all you see is the back of uh, Stansfield. And he just goes. And he like, all of a sudden, this guy turns into this quivering mouse. And he's like, hey, hey, Hey. boss sorry boss boss and he goes stops he just stops and he takes out his little earbuds he goes hey hey boss yeah i'm really sorry 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 to bother i'm sorry to bother you sorry to interrupt but uh he keeps saying he doesn't have it he, he keeps saying it and he goes <sighs> turns around and you finally see his face and then he walks over to the guy And he just just gets a centimeter away from his face. Puts his hands around the back of his neck. And starts smelling him. (laughs) (laughs) Just... What? And then puts his arms around his shoulders. And it's like he's hugging him and he goes... "Ah, I believe you. That's where Joker got his idea from. I swear Joker said that. (sighs) I believe you. Somebody else... Somebody else took it. But hey... Do me a favor. Find out. By tomorrow. Whispers in his ear. Noon. And then he takes off. And the fat guy's left there. Shit in his pants. And you're just like, the whole scene is so tense. And you're yeah, just dude. on the edge. I'm. We're all what sitting What the fuck him? is going on? What is this guy? <laughs> and then they come back immediately after that. And... uh the fat guy's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like talking to his wife, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then he ends up starting to try and have sex with her. And it's like this really weird, awkward scene. And you get to see a little more scene of Matilda hating her sister and all this stuff. But she leaves the she leaves the Matilda's so sick of her family, she leaves the house. She sees Leon and she goes, want me to go to the grocery store for you? You always get milk, right? Two cartons? I'll get it for you. Like She's like, oh, I might have a friend for once. She's trying to befriend this guy. And he's like, sure. And then she goes to the store. While she's at the store, Stansfield comes back with a bunch of his guys, and they fucking come in, and Stansfield puts his fucking earbuds in, opens up this little pill box the size of an Altoid box, takes one pill out, puts it in his teeth, looks up – so now you have this – the the, uh, the camera is now f- like a bird's, bird's eye, eye view, view yeah. looking down. His face looks up, and his eyes meet the camera. And he cracks the pill and then he contorts his body this really weird, crazy way. And all of a sudden, he's just so loose and he's just cr- like, let's do this. And then he walks in, and then you hear like this blaring uh, opera music just playing. Because it's loud. giving you what's playing in and his ears, right? Like, oh, and then he starts fucking everything up. Him and his men, they go through the fucking house. They shoot his wife. They shoot his oldest daughter. They're fucking everything up. They're going insane. Fat dude is in the corner, scared, and then fucking uh Stansfield comes up, and he has like those, and he has a doorway, but there's like those hanging beads in front of it, and uh, (laughs) Stansfield does this really weird dancing thing where like his hands are moving around as if he's orchestrating, (laughs) as if he's orchestrating, (laughs) and then he like divides the beads and he goes "Ah," and walks right up to the guy after doing all these all this gunfire all this craziness boom 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 all of a sudden the music stops and he goes just looks at him and he's like I said noon I got one minute past. <laughs> <laughs> almost made it <laughs> and he looks at him and he goes you don't like Beethoven <laughs> You don't know what you're missing. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. Overtures like that, they just get my juices flowing. But I got to admit, after his openings, he does tend to get a little fucking boring. (laughs)
0: That's why I
2: stopped. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: so crazy. You're a Mozart fan. (laughs) (laughs) I love him too. I love Mozart. He was Australian, you know. But for this kind of work, he's a bit light. So I tend to go for the heavier guys. You should try berms. Uh, You'd like him. And then he turns around after this, like, what the fuck is going on kind of scene. And he tells his guys, toss the house. And then Everyone starts tearing the fucking place up and the fat fuck reaches behind the curtains that he's hiding around, pulls out a shotgun, shoots Stansfield in the arm, kills one of his guys, and then all fucking hell breaks loose and all of the guys start shooting fucking crazy. All the craziness fucking happens. And then uh, the fat dude tries to run away. Stansfield pulls out his little revolver, shoots the guy. He drops and then he walks up towards him, starts shooting him. And shoots him in, the, like the guy's on his stomach crawling, shoots him in the back. And he's like, oh, starts trying to crawl again, shoots him again. He looks over at his arm where it's all fucked up. And he's like, the fuck, ah, oh! and starts shooting him again and like unloads on the guy. And he's dead and he's still shooting at him. And his second guy's all, dude, dude whoa, whoa, stay here, stay here. What are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, what? He's like, he's dead. The fucker ruined my suit. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get a new suit now. <laughs> he's like, and yeah, shit. <laughs> but he's dead. He's dead. He's like, he ruined my suit. He's like, yeah, I get it. But he, but he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I get it. And then he he pushes Stan out into the hallway. And Stan is just like sitting there and he's like lighting a cigarette. And all of a sudden he's all like, he look, it seems like he's high as fuck. He's like, what? Okay, I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm totally calm. I'm calm. Because on the pill, right? Yeah. Just, yeah, all these drugs. And then uh, this old-ass lady comes out of her apartment. And behind her is like this glass door. But she comes out and she goes, Hey, what are you doing? Why don't you leave that poor family alone? He goes, Sorry, lady, lady, can you just go back inside? You should go back inside right now. <laughs> go back inside. Then he takes off. She goes, leave that family alone. And then Stansfield, Gary Omegard, goes looks over. Lifts up his gun and shoots the glass door behind her. And he goes, hey lady, he told you, go back inside. (laughs) Like all fucked up off the the fucking pills he's taking. And then Matilda, like they're like sweeping the rest of the house. Matilda comes home, sees what's happening, is terrified. She walks right past her door and walks to Leon's door and starts knocking as if she's just the, the grocery deliverer. She's like, please, please. Let me in, please. Let me, please, 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 please. And Leon, like feeling really sad, says, Fuck it, and lets her in. So the guys who are doing all this shit let it go. They don't even think about it. And that's your beginning of the story. That's your call to adventure. That's where the story really starts to go is she wants revenge. She wants to kill these people who killed her brother. She doesn't care about her family. Oh, okay. Just well, her brother. Was, that's what I said in the beginning. She loves her brother. She's like, Give a fuck all like, about like, the like, other And ones. like, he's asking about. He's like, I'm sorry about this. And she goes, I. If she's like, well, if why do you care if you hated all of them so much? She goes because they killed my little brother. He never did anything wrong. All he ever wanted to do was watch cartoons with me and cuddle. I loved him, and they killed him for no reason. And then all of a sudden he's just like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> I'm have to kill these motherfuckers. And uh, <laughs> he takes her in, and it's this really wonderful at first father daughter relationship with him. For the first time, he's able to care about something more than himself. He's able to like I've I've spent so I'm much drawing time
0: hardcore parallels right I now. No, Go God from bless yeah, it's, I was
1: just about to say that.
0: <laughs> I was literally just about to fucking say sorry. It's similar, I took your fire. it's a similar fucking thing, <laughs> thing to God bless America, except it's a more serious. Here's movie. Way no. Serious. Here's where it gets weird. That's because it's written crazy. by
1: Luc Besson who in several of his movies has made a weird connection between older men and really really young women yep. so they have this sexual thing No, oh, no sexual? shut up they don't No no Matilda yeah. Is yeah. In, falls in love with him and she wants to have sex with him. Just like in God <laughs> Bless America. It's weird. <laughs> Just like in God Bless no, America. But she didn't want to fuck him. No, no, no. But she has this. No, but she has like, this. She's appeal
0: like asking him questions. Like she's, she's infatuated in this in sort of yeah, it's way. Not, it's, it's it hints at it.
1: It's way more perverted in this. I'm sure. sure. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, yeah, it, it, it so, hints at it in God so Bless So, anyway, like, so. What's funny is I remember watching this movie a million times a certain way, and then the other day I watched it online, and it was comp- it was like an extended, longer version with way more material, hmm. and it was incredible. But it also added one other scene that made me feel uncomfortable. So now there's a total of two uh, of this really weird tension between the two, and like I don't like it. There's a play, like, they play Don't simply- ruin the sex
0: scenes for people. They want to watch <laughs> this, dude. But
1: basically, they play dress-up together. And like these costumes, and it's just, it's just a really weird scene. It's off putting, th- it just it Sound freezes. High. How you doing, it, girl, dude? It freezes <laughs> the story in its tracks, and it's it ruins it for me. It's like you don't need you need to do that loop, but whatever. You fuck. You're still a you still made a lot of great movies. You made the fifth. Just from movie.
0: how you've described it so far, it seems like the lighting and the tones are super dark. It's like a lot of silhouetted stuff. A lot of like there uh, are a plenty of of lights. A lot of shallow, uh, shadows. I'm it's, just guessing. It's total '90s style of movie uh, too. what's it, fun, it's... what's great is
1: uh, one of my, my one of the things I really love about this movie is, is that he starts teaching her how to be a cleaner, how to be a hitman, and he's giving her all these lessons on how to be that as a career. And so you, as a listener, are like, wow, these are some really interesting. I want to be a hitman now. I learned all the rules because <laughs> you have to learn all those crazy awesome. Rule number shit. one. Leo's number one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like one of the favorite parts, I
1: actually posted a video of it on Instagram like a long time ago, was uh, he takes her out on this rooftop and he's assembling this rifle and he goes, he's like, the rifle is the first thing you get to learn. The better you get, the closer you get to the client. But as a beginner, you have to stay far away from the client. The rifle, for example, the first thing you learn how to use. The last thing is the knife.
3: Oh, Damn, something
1: to that effect.
2: That's
3: so.
1: And he's assembling this rifle, and then like he's teaching her, and then like she like flips it she's like, hey, it's like, don't. And like she flips it like there's like plastic lids over the scope. She's like, and she flips it open, and he goes, don't. Wait until the moment you're about to fire. It gives away your position. Oh, shit. And throughout the movie, he keeps giving her these awesome lessons. So, teaching the audience how to kill people properly. (laughs) That's (laughs) why you loved it. It fits all your
0: contingency plans. For the the listeners at home, Adney has seen this movie
1: twice only, (laughs) and he's able to memorize all these fucking lines, dude. I have seen it once in the past three years. Anyways, the story of itself is like it's a hitman, a ruthless hitman, has no emotion. All of a sudden, he has something to care about. That's the core of the story is he finally found something again. Like he thought he could never feel again after what happened to him in the beginning of his life when he was 19. And he never thought that his life would be anything other than killing. And he finally found a reason to not kill. He does have this code called No Women, No Kids. Hmm. And he passes that on, and it's this really incredible story. I think if you were there, to, like if somebody could edit out the weird sexual parts, it's a great father daughter kind of thing. <laughs> and I love, I, like, I think it really, I think Natalie Portman does the best acting she's ever done. I think Gene Reno does the best I think Gary O'Ma I think every, <laughs> all those main characters, Danielle, all the main characters Daniella do the best doesn't... work they've ever done in the professional. It's a fantastic fucking movie. And the story behind it of learning how to, like, care again, learning how to love again. We've all been in that situation where we're like, fuck everything, fuck everyone. to find Yeah, som- right now. <laughs> finding someone to make you care again is a big part of life, and that's something that should drive you. For someone who's all they ever done is kill, that is important. And he could care about someone as, like, I care about you as another human being. I saved your life. I don't know why, but now I feel responsible for you, and I'm going to keep you safe, and I'm going to make sure you are safe after I'm gone because I developed a relationship with you, not because we're related, not because of any obligation, but because I care about you as another person, as another human being. Alright, uh, I already spoiled it for
0: you guys. Well, what a movie?
3: I we didn't even
1: guess.
0: Yeah, because I couldn't. Let me guess, let me guess. Hold wait. on. Wait. Reservoir Dogs, wait. Yeah. bro. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, good job. <laughs> good. good job, you're so cool. I picked Reservoir
1: Dogs. Now, picked <laughs> Pulp Fiction. No, this... I feel I deserve a half credit. <laughs> Alright, who's win? We should go back and find out who's winning the guessing game. Oh. And the winner at the end of the thing. Gets a kick in the nuts.
0: No. <laughs> no. Fuck you. I'm not. Rochambeau. <laughs> I'm not down for that.
1: The other two have to like. Quit the Buy podcast. Him, like, <laughs> no. like a whole pizza. A whole Whoever pizza. loses has to quit the podcast. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> two people. <laughs> the lowest score. This is me. Has to quit I the podcast. I am your host.
1: Addie Beretto,
0: nah. By
2: myself.
1: Nah. Uh, I My s- replacements. Or <laughs> your guys replacements. Uh-huh. Dak and Danny over here. <laughs> Good luck
2: with
0: that. no. Ad, Ad, Adney, Adney would replace us with him doing character lines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I have Daniel Day Lewis and the Batman as my fucking. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a special laughs> ever.
2: Bill the After. Adney, the Doctor Daddy. No, I'm doing that. Doctor no, Daddy. No, I'm doing that. Oh, no, I'm starting my own podcast. Doctor Daddy, <laughs> called... Bill the Butcher, and the Batman.
1: That's what Adney would do. <laughs> the Doctor, the Butcher, and the Bat. That's what it's gonna be called. <laughs>
2: it's gonna be a. Little- <laughs> The doctor butchers the bat. (laughs) Hey, how you going? How's how's it going, Bill? Bene. What about you,
1: bat? I'm totally fine. (laughs) (laughs) This is a hit.
2: This (laughs) is a (laughs) fucking
1: hit, son. Oh my god, move over, alcoholic
0: ass. (laughs) Alright, so the reason I picked Reservoir Dogs is because. Even though it's Steve Buscemi's
1: great performance. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> As Mr. Pink.
0: The, the well, first begin, all, The diner scene alone. Okay. The Madonna, shut the fuck up. The breakdown up.
1: Of song. I let
0: you guys talk about Clive Barker and you fucking sitting over here fucking quoting every fucking scene, all that Of good every movie shit. ever. You shut your mouth, you Badney. shut your mouth. Go ahead, Chris. Okay. <laughs> um, I just wanted to talk about this movie because while it's critically acclaimed, while we know and we love it... Most people who aren't movie lovers have not watched it. And I get the same complaint from every single one. It's and they true. say it's too slow. It's too slow. What? Who, who is
2: I, saying that? I Michael
0: Bay fans, actually I, I don't understand <laughs> oh how God. it's too slow. The first scene is one of the best scenes in cinema history. Not because of the, explosions. Exactly. The, the dialogue, but the dialogue sure is fucking... Retarded. No, I want... I'm going to want... This is going to be more of a oh, three-way dude. review because we've all seen it. But the dialogue... But not only is it the dialogue, but the pacing of the camera movements. The Movement around the table. around the table. The pacing of that stupid radio show that's playing every fucking cut. The pacing of this entire fucking movie. Like, if you want to know how to pace a movie, you watch Reservoir Dogs. I personally think it's his best film dude, because like, of the dialogue.
1: Dude, okay, t- like... Dialogue like this was like I as far as I can I can remember or think about this was like the earliest example of characters in movies breaking down and analyzing pop culture yeah
0: deconstructing bo- pop it culture. doesn't happen in movies Madonna's it's like super virgin. meta yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's meta within itself it's just like Clerks Clerks is it's, one of the best examples Steve as well.
1: Steve Buscemi's character breaking down that song "Lack like a virgin talking about how it's like how she fucked a guy with such a big dick that well, she feels no, like a virgin
0: isn't it no it's it's uh it's Quentin Tarantino's character I think um, I can't remember it's exactly Tarantino's whose character. It's Quentin Tarantino's no, character breaking it down. Yep, Mr. Pink Quint is the. Yep, Mr. Pink is Steve's character. Steve Buscemi's. He one has
1: he has the rant about the tipping. Yes, Yep, he does. You're he right. Does. He does. Yeah, My bad. the tipping. Tarantino. I forgot the. You, I you forgot forgot get this with
0: this and Clerks is some of the
1: earliest, earliest examples of deconstructed pop I'll tell you right now. As much as I love and respect Kevin Smith, I don't think Clerks would have had the same. Like He needed that kind of Reservoir Dogs, that amazing type of film to come first. Yeah, so he could understand how to do it. Look at these guys. Like These are the the guys. Look at these incredible film, and he's talking about pop culture. They're discussing pop culture. They're breaking it down. Now people are going to be more open to someone talking more about that specific thing, which is what Kevin Smith does incredibly well.
0: The second thing that he did that I really don't – Like, it it was attempted before, but it didn't have the effect that Tarantino was able to do. Was him playing music where you think that it's just the character listening to the music, but it's being played throughout the entire scene, and then the character will leave the scene, and the music will fade out. Like in the scene where... Uh, it's like it's following it. Is it Mr... It's, uh, it's hard to keep track of the colors. The colors which are so... But hold on. The
1: colors are also fucking genius. Michael, Michael Madsen was Mr. White. Uh, Steve Buscemi was Mr. Pink. Because he complained about it. Why do I got maybe... Uh,
0: I can't remember the actor's name, but the cop or whatever was Mr. Orange. And if you haven't seen it, go fuck yourself. Michael... Uh, not Michael, but...
1: Uh, uh, something Roth. Oh, know? it's Tim Roth. Tim, Tim Rock, he's the one that says yeah. Honey Bunny, right? He's like that yeah,
0: weird, Honey Bunny from that weird skinny yeah, guy. Exactly. Yeah. The whole color concept of naming because it's so true. If you were doing a heist and you were trying to pick a name, you know you're gonna be like, Oh, I'm Michael. Okay, that's that's John. That's Tom. That's Steve. Those are gonna be fucking. You're gonna get them fucking confused. Maybe somebody Easily. wants to be John. Maybe somebody wants to be fucking Frank. And then they just took. <laughs> no, over. I want to no. be Steve. You're Mr. <laughs> fucking Light. You're Mr. Fucking Harvard oh did an God. amazing breakdown of that. <laughs>
1: no, I want to be Steve. What? No, you're just... Dude, they, hey, right we, should, we, should, uh, we should we should we should think of some th- fake names because uh-huh. they have to communicate in the store. Who do you want to be? Uh, I was like, uh, Kyle. I knew this one guy once in camp named Kyle. He got two <laughs> girls pregnant, man. <laughs> two girls <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> yeah, Kyle. <laughs> Who do you want to be? Uh, Steve. Yo, Steve. S- Steve. Right on. <laughs>
3: right, right, They're in there. Right, right by the door. <laughs> before, before
1: they even get in, he's like, wait a minute. A switch. <laughs> I want to be Steve. I'm Steve. You're Carl. Kyle. Uh-huh. I don't give oh a fuck. God. I Just want to get to get this done. Okay, Kyle. And that's when they get. Like I guarantee, guarantee that I was taken because of yeah, Reservoir yeah. They call Hard. each other <laughs> Steve inside the store. Both like <laughs> of <gave> them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the inspiration behind it was fucking yeah, Quint- Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Uh, Quentin Tarantino played Mr. Brown. Michael Madsen uh, played Mr. Blonde, whose real name is. Uh, Something Vega. Yeah, because... Every... He was the brother of Vincent Vega. Vic yep. Vega. Yep. Vic Vega, who he play. He's the brother of Vincent Vega, who was, of course, famously... Played by John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Quentin all Tarantino's- in every movie if, is, if, is in the same If you didn't know that, Quentin Tarantino
0: movies, every single one exists in the same universe. They all intertwine. There is someone related to somebody in those movies. Just like in Django, there's a fucking- There's an actual gravestone with
1: a name on it that foreshadows a future <gasps> character in one of his movies. No, I gotta time out, time out. You mentioned gravestone, that reminds me. Chris, I'm- spoiler. You never watched Captain America Winter Soldier, mm. and I, st- oh, oh, yeah. Simon, I still want to fight you over that, because <laughs> it's tough one. <laughs> but in that movie, Samuel L. Jackson's character, Nick Fury, is murdered, right? And so they have a gravestone at the end. Cap goes and visits his grave. It's like the end of the movie. It's like this really emotional kind of... Thing. He sees the grave. It's this character played by Sam Jackson, and on it, oh, on the gravestone, it has in quotes, it says... uh, Ezekiel twenty five seventeen, and it says the path of the righteous oh my man. God. Dot dot dot. Wow. And I it's, said in theaters, I flipped out, dude. I saw the theaters. I was like, oh my god, like fuck. And yeah, I saw dude. it with my girlfriend's family, and I flipped out, and the, and her dad was all. What the fuck are you doing?
2: I <laughs> was all It's a, it's a I did the same thing. No you one else it! <laughs> no one
0: else read it and I fucking lost it, dude. And it's so there Mr. Blown was my favorite character out of um, everyone. I I
1: really love murder, oh, that torture scene.
0: Dude. Oh so dude.
2: fucking amazing. hold on time out, time out. Okay, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. If
1: if you haven't watched the okay. movie, if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, you're like, these assholes are so annoying. I'm sorry, but fuck you. It's but about a heist. It's about it a heist gone wrong, okay?
0: And you it's open up to everybody at a table talking about that pop culture reference. And then after that diner scene, it's probably, I want to say, about three to... F- 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 five to seven minutes long. It's actually really long. And that's why people get turned off from it because the first scene is kind of long. And it's only taking place in one location. They don't leave the location. Well, actually, it's it, all in one movie The whole entire movie in general... This movie,
1: now, this movie is... It's taking you to school... On how to make a low budget incredible film, and how to pace it. Yeah, because, it's a, because it seems like it's in one location, but it's in fucking
0: all these different locations because you're going back in each story you, Yeah, each yeah. person's You start the movie before story.
1: the heist and then it immediately jumps right, after. To, after the heist. Yeah, after exactly. the heist is a ring, you're, you're, in a car, you're in a car someone's and you're going someone shot, shot. Someone's, yeah,
0: someone's shot and, you're, you're, and they're
1: driving away and then
0: the guy's asking him questions what's your name? You know the guy's fucking I'm gonna die and he's like you're not gonna fucking die. You're not gonna fucking die. All this fucking good stuff they get to this warehouse and that's where shit starts that's going That's where down. the movie takes Everybody's place. Everybody from the
1: heist, drama takes place at, in a warehouse where the, all the people who are involved in the heist are like they all agreed to meet up at this spot sorry,
0: the cast is absolutely a fucking maze oh yeah like,
1: dude we've already talked a
0: little bit on it I'll, I'll move to my next point wait what's his name who played Mr. Wolf in what's the what's the, the actor's name <laughs> Harvey the, Cartel Harvey Cartel dude Keitel. He, Harvey, Keitel, Keitel yeah. Harvey Keitel, yeah Harvey Keitel in this fucking movie is incredible and, oh
1: dude, I love him I his, his, no, his no, the relationship that he builds up with Tim Roth's yeah. character
3: Oh god, come on. Just but watch the exactly, movie. Okay, dude. But continue.
1: Can, watch the movie. You can buy yeah. it for like two dollars.
3: Yeah.
0: So
1: I'll let you borrow it. <laughs> i have already bought twelve copies.
0: You can have a couple. and he's selling them out of his Something car. that I think that was super subtle though was that K Billy super sounds of the seventies and you'd get that guy and it was the fucking dude that was on the couch and how high doing the fucking voice. Oh shit, seriously? <laughs> yeah.
1: Stephen Wright, one of the best one line comics. Yep. Yeah of um, all time. One of my favorite spot jokes remover on my dog. One of my favorite <laughs> no one of my favorite jokes goes, Hey man, you ever like you know that feeling? Where you lean too far back in your chair and you almost fall. I feel like that all the time. (laughs) <laughs> so,
0: uh, so he does. Another, he does the voice of the fucking. Yeah, radio? he does the voice of the oh, that guy, and it and it randomly will just show up whenever you're in a fucking car, you'll fucking hear it, and it's and it's practical. It's not like <laughs> oh, yeah. it's the song that's being played underneath. It's the same it, station the throughout the entire yeah. fucking. Yeah. And the characters aren't hearing it. They're fucking listening to that exact station to that exact person, and he was really Tarantino was one of the first people to really start incorporating it like that, yeah, as well as putting music underneath, of course. It's the
1: only time that Steve Buscemi actually looks handsome in a movie. Yeah,
0: it is too. Steve Buscemi is so gangster in it. Another thing I loved about it was this is the first time that you're really getting a lot of fucking gangster gore. Like, before this. Or, no, wait. When did Goodfellas. 90 90. 90. So, Goodfellas came out first. Okay. I I, I take that one back. I'll take that one back. But, I mean, was there there torture in Goodfellas? There there was torture. Well, there's still blood and gore in a lot of movies. Like, you look at fucking. Blood and Gore's been around no, since I'm the beginning. No, I'm talking more like the shoot-up fucking style. Not oh, like, like, like a Western the Mexican shoot-up. fucking yeah, standoff and shit like that. Stand-off that's still shit. been around. Yeah, that's still in a lot of movies. There's still a lot of gore. Look at Goodf- uh, Goodfellas. It came out in... Mm. F- I mean, but not Goodfellas, not like sorry. Godfather. Look at Godfather. With this I, hey, this I this think... Godfather's 70s. So you get, you you get still You still get uh, gangster movies. Mm. You still get gangster movies. That's of the most brutal murders in the gangster movies. Yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. What's funny is it came out in 72... And yet, they got trouble, not off of all the brutal murders, but from... They had a, a horse head in a bed. Mm. They got the most trouble from that. What? From yeah. Me.
0: But, can continue.
1: So, so, so you had something about a movie? You know something?
0: <laughs> but I also love that you have Quentin Tarantino's
1: cameo. Like, <laughs> get City the fuck out of here.
0: You have Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. You got Quentin camoing, cameoing. Time out. What do you Once think again.
1: was Quentin Tarantino's best role in any movie ever? <sighs> like, in... In front of the camera I would have to say Dust
0: uh From Dust, Dust O'Don from, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> from Dust O'Don I think he's his best acting for, for every other movie I think that's he like, was being
1: himself Yeah
2: <laughs> Because of the foot fetish
0: Because of the foot fetish More than that Every pal. other thing that he did Speaking of Juliet Lewis <laughs> <laughs> Everything that he did More Is shadow. totally fucking ass. Yeah. Wait how are you Forza Really
2: a one so that's good be- at this
0: are <laughs> so good at this God, you talk about, okay, some movie that he made a long but time the, So, how he paces this movie is absolutely amazing because you're in the present time whenever you're in the warehouse. You're in the present time. So, we're in the warehouse. We got the guy that's being shot who's bleeding out. We can't take him to the hospital because he was just in a heist. But the guy's saying to Tom, take me to the hospital. I won't fucking say nothing. Fucking take me to the hospital. And then you get Mr. Pink, Steve Buscemi coming in. And he's like, I got the diamonds. Where the fuck is everybody? What the fuck happened? Mr. Blonde freaked out. Let's get the fuck out of here. It was a fucking setup. I'm fucking out. So you got Mr. Pink freaking out. You got this guy fucking shot. So it's absolute chaos in this fucking warehouse. But because it's subtle, because it's not over the top, because it's not like in your face, because it's so subtle, people miss... Yeah, the the chaos that's Here's actually like happening like Chris, in the dynamic like to, with the characters to that
1: point, like a lot of film, uh, a lot of directors when they have their characters going nuts like that, they'll do a real like close up, or they'll do some shaky cam kind of thing, and like you're like Jesus Christ, you feel out of yeah, like a Quentin being um, the master that he is, he actually likes to do a little bit of a wide shot, and you get to see his characters flipping out at each other in the same fucking frame. Exactly. And I think, I feel like that gives it because it's like, because when they do too much of the close-ups, you feel like they're trying exactly. and it takes you out of the film. When this was, you feel like you're part, you feel like you're there. You feel like you're standing in the warehouse. Yeah, you're one, you're one of the, the guys. Exactly. Watching yeah, your you're Mr. Gray, dude. Guess, seriously. We're doing Dreamcatcher! We're doing Dreamcatcher! But uh, uh, you're there and like you feel like you're there and you're watching your two friends. They're two friends now. They're friends now. You're, you're, you're friends, the viewer and they're fighting and like when you ever you have two friends argue you feel awkward and that same feeling you feel while you're watching this movie and that it's like god you Brilliant
0: piece of shit. He's so <laughs> fucking masterful because not only is it a nice, super long, fucking wide, and then he lets. God, I love wide shots! He lets so the fucking I. two people, Mr. White and Mr. Pink, walk out of the fucking frame, and you're just sitting there staring at Mr. Orange bleeding out, and you're like, oh shit, this nigga's gonna die. This nigga like, is dying. And then it finally switches over to where they're talking, and Mr. White is sitting there fucking cleaning up the entire. Like, he's gotta look good because he knows that he's apparently going, going dude, somewhere. Dude, like Michael
1: Matson <laughs> fucking kills it. Kills as
0: Mister Blonde. Oh, fuck. dude, that, we haven't got yes. to him yet. I'm, we're gonna get to him, but I want to talk about why the fuck is Mister White sitting there combing his hair while Mister B- Fucking Pink is yelling at him and Mister Orange is bleeding on the ground and he's just like fixing his hair, washing his fucking uh, hands and whatnot. He's like talking to him, but he's not really concerned. He's like, okay, this guy's bleeding out. We got set up. You think we got set up? I don't know. We got set. We got set up. As he's fucking combing his hair, like that's just so gangster. In the gangster. back sink area, yeah. Like, <laughs> and then it follows him around, and it's following it like you're Mr. Pink, and it's going through well, yeah, the Yeah, nigga, nigga, he's the wolf. It's going down <laughs> that uh, narrow, narrow uh, hallway. See <laughs> <and then> it, <laughs> Opens up back, and then they go back into the main warehouse, and it goes right back to that fucking wide shot where you see Mr. Orange in the same fucking spot, and Mr. White and Mr. Pink walk back in as they're fucking arguing at each other. So fucking money. I absolutely loved it. But yeah, I'm totally down. Let's just skip ahead to Mr. Fucking Blonde. Because Mr. Blonde, for me, was the best character. Oh, dude. He shows
1: shows up and he goes, I got something in my trunk. And he takes the the guys out into the parking lot. He's like, here he is right here. Opens his trunk and there's a fucking cop in his trunk. So (laughs) fucking stupid. And they're like, what
0: the fuck are you doing, dude? And he's
1: like... Yeah, it's a guy.
0: Yeah, it's a guy.
3: Yeah, maybe he g- can tell us something. We'll get some information. we we'll get out some of information. Him. Out and
1: then this amazing—he ties the guy up to a chair in the warehouse. He plays some music and he's dancing.
3: Pulls and out a,
1: pulls out a straight razor and he's dancing like, oh, yeah, we're gonna oh, do some it's things." So
2: good. Oh, it's and he so
0: fucking good. cuts him up. <laughs> and just. And it's not sitting there showing, like, the guy's face getting cut up or anything. It's just, you have, the, the cop's back is to you, and he's on the fucking chair. And you're watching Mr. Fucking Blonde skip around. He's happy, Mr. Fucking Go-Go. Like, what's up? Bam, he's just jabbing him with the fucking knife. Bam, he's jabbing him with the fucking knife, being a fucking But gangster. not just any song, it's, the, it's fucking stuck in the middle with you. That's like, yeah, but he's dancing the whole time. He's getting it, dancing. Yeah, hard. it's so fucking Dude, money, The dude. ear scene, the ear slice, mm-hmm. dude. Um, for anybody who hasn't seen this movie, it's Quentin Tarantino's, I believe, first film that he actually actually got yep, to yep. write and direct. Um, because like I said prior, the two screen, I mean, it's my personal favorite, for, but uh, I mean, I can't even name a bad one that he's fucking done besides yeah, well, you uh, can't the one that fucking tagged. Well, Death Proof, and then the one that he got dragged into, like, his name got dragged into, but he didn't really direct it. What was that? Iron Fist? Something with the iron fist. Uh, I'm not, I didn't even know that. Don't bring that up. So, the everything that happens at the warehouse, you're in the present moment, right? But then it goes into each little backstory, and then you get it from the very beginning up until the fucking heist. So, as the movie's going along... So, it's a jumping timeline. It's telling you what's yeah. going on, and it's telling you through each... Different perspective, and that is just so fucking it's brilliantly non-linear done.
1: Non-linear storytelling, yeah. which, which he kind of, which he, he kind of grandfathered, like, like, grandfathered, like grandfathered, he, he kind of grandfathered, grandfathered
0: like, a little bit, like he was sort of like the the father pioneer. of like, hey, I'm gonna try this thing. That's when when somebody and refers mastered to mastered
1: it in Pulp Fiction 1994,
0: totally different. I, I mean I was gonna do Pulp Fiction, but I wanted Dude, to do Resident that. That jumping like I star. wanted you
1: to do Pulp Fiction because I wanted to recite every line. <laughs> That's exactly what Pete didn't do like, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Peep, come on, dude. That fucking Bible speech that Quentin I wrote. I know. I know. It's not I know. A shut up. Bible shut sh- up. It's not
2: even We can Bible. have a whole Pulp Quentin Fiction episode. Wrote it. if you actually,
1: actually, he break it down- actually, he
0: didn't write it. It was in another movie. He stole it. Was. Yeah, he stole but it. But <laughs> if
1: you actually break it down like that, it actually has a lot of meaning. It actually means something. It's not just gibberish. It means something. But Quentin
0: Tarantino, like, he's responsible for creating this type of storytelling that it's literally referred to as it, you Tarantino it? Oh, yeah. did you Tarantino it? Like it's—I mean, we refer to it as—he changed the zeitgeist. Yeah, mm-hmm. seriously, though, like the storytelling—he he created, so he created his own dick. kind of. The that's niche. why he wants his own screenplay fucking award in the Oscars. He wants it to be called the Quentin Tar- or the Tarantino Award, not the screenplay because award. Because someone who because tries something different, or like, what would it be? Award? Creating, yeah, what would be the criteria. It'd be a non-linear. Non-linear. For the best oh, nonlinear story- linear storytelling. Best non-linear storytelling. That exactly. would be kind of cool. Yeah. I like, feel I, like
1: he deserves something more than that. Like not because that's specific. That's <laughs> well, I feel like people would just fucking ham-fistedly try it. Yeah, without, true. Without a be purpose, you? because there's not many. That's, I think there's it, not that many okay, stories okay, that do that. Well, that might there's be not, right.
0: I still think that there should be something... For the best dialogue, you should go yeah. to... Something like, the Tarantino Award? No, I don't know the criteria that it should be, but I do think you should fucking put that one in there because he's a fucking I amazing... Think he needs,
1: I think he really deserves credit for dialogue because I've, although... I've talked about how I love Tarantino and Aaron Sorkin. They're my favorite for dialogue. Oh, West Wing. But Aaron Sorkin's, <laughs> no, pro- Aaron Sorkin's is- problem with dialogue is that he does too many long-winded speeches and it's like... Only the very, 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 very smartest people in the world would talk like that. So for The West Wing, it's perfect. But for anything else, it's kind of confusing. Really? Yeah. No one. No, so they wouldn't isn't... tell like that. Right. All the so characters say how they feel too, it's which is so. Fun. It's it's a little too. Like I said, too many too speechy. Whereas Tarantino, I feel like all of his dialogue is just gold beyond gold and gold. It's so it's, fucking it's well, see, gold. With, like, I Tarantino honestly is, don't it. It off your tongue no, like fucking what, ch- it's chocolatey and round what, at the end, <laughs> <laughs> it's very rich. But what Tarantino does,
0: he makes you relate as a normal person because he's not saying these words. Because you know
1: Madonna, well, uh, you know about big dicks, he's not, <laughs> you know about those things. He's not saying
0: these, he's not saying this shit. Like, like for instance, like you said, Aaron Sorkin, it's like ah, I wouldn't. I can't see myself saying that. But with Tarantino, it's like. Oh, damn, this is me and my friends kicking around a fucking diner talking about these certain things. He puts you into the film. He does simple dialogue. Oh, I got it. I got the Tarantino Award. I got it, I got it. Keep it not simple, stupid. one wasted word of dialogue. Tarantino Award. Uh, that's... Hmm. Okay, not that's a sentence good. of wasted dialogue. I think it's gotta be more... Okay. But, but anyways...
1: Because award, cause awards aren't necessarily a very strict. It's basically... It's, it's always... The best. It's always what we thought. It's very subjective. So it should just be best dialogue. Best then. screenplay, best uh, cinematography, best this, best that. Best what orgasm on screen. Is the <laughs> best. And if there was a fucking award for the best dialogue, it would be the Tarantino. It should be called <laughs> Tarantino. Because I really. Because he does overall he the best. Because it's yeah, simple.
0: It's... Like I said, keep it simple, stupid. He does it that. Can he be, it can he can be, does that perfectly. He so can maybe... be simple.
1: He can be to the point. He can be expository. He can be pop culturey. He can be ph- philosophical. He can Any be Any fucking elaborate. Fucking, he can, you know, you he can, can know. do so many things with his dialogue, and it's always great. And it, even if it's something as simple as Ving Rhames walking across the street, mm-hmm. looking to his left and going, Motherfucker. <laughs> That's all it needs. So... I,
0: Maybe for all those people that couldn't ever get past the first scene or couldn't really get into the movie, maybe instead of watching it, how about you just close your eyes and fucking listen? Or give it a chance. (laughs) Just give the whole movie a chance. Watch it. Listen, just pay attention. Watch it and pay attention. That's the thing. Is I this think is you the have thing. to no, too sport. much no. attention. We're spoiled like, now as movie watchers. We are fucking spoiled now. We don't appreciate... That's why people don't appreciate older movies. Like I like dialogue, and so I like older movies because they relied on dialogue. They, they didn't rely to. on action. Exactly. And this is where comes a problem. We'll get to that in a couple episodes. Okay.
1: We'll get to and it. Th-
0: and I, I think that that's the main point. If you yeah, don't really appreciate point. talking and like listening and like, man, this is, a good, this is great storytelling you're that's not going to really give a time. fuck because yes. people want to be entertained. They, can give, to. they don't want to listen. They don't want to read. They just want to be entertained. Oh, yeah. don't want to be entertained. <laughs> What's that from? No, it's like, <laughs> Dodgeball. <laughs> don't make me think. <laughs> the New Line Cinema. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just want to be entertained. <laughs> oh. Okay, so yeah. So to, to end it all, I mean, that's what it is right there. Go into it knowing that you're not going to be entertained and you're going to have to actually try. Oh, you're not going it. Well... I mean, it's that, a, was it's Man, that was wrong. let not get off another tangent. You worded. need to go
1: into it. You're not like it, it is a heist movie, but don't go into it expecting uh, guns, explosions at the beginning. There is it's a build up. It's a
2: fucking. Well, it's, build a Hitchcock- it's a
0: twist. It's
1: build up twist. There's a Hitchcockian build up.
0: <laughs> so that's the end of the movie talk. Go watch all these goddamn magnificent movies: *Mines Reservoir Dogs*, *Leon the Professional*, and *Nightbreed* by Clive Barker.
2: But you gotta gotta fucking uh ooh. Ah uh
0: uh, uh 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 fucking uh the dating corner. So usually all start going off right here and just like, oh blah 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 Apparently I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> but every dating corner. It got a little one. different. Shit happened. So apparently Adney's a piece of shit this week. Adney you uh-huh. piece uh-huh. of shit, what you I love you? So last week you guys know that the episode's pre Pretty uh condensed, and that's Short. because of me. That's because of me. We'll explain that in a minute, but it's gonna get explained, and you guys are gonna be in for a fucking treat. But until then, we're gonna swing it over to Adney because before we can get into our shit, Adney has to explain his shit.
1: Oh, I had a thing. <laughs> what are you talking about? You had a thing, and I
2: then you know, got I rid of you it. You had a thing. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! In the
3: show.
1: Oh! <laughs> in the show. In the show. No. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> No, cut that I'm not gonna follow that up. I can't. there's nothing, there's nothing funnier than that. I give up on comedy.
2: Best joke of 2016!
0: <laughs> <laughs> MVP award. MVP. The move of the game. The move of the game. Oh my god. God damn, that was
2: fucking Oh man. Quick. I'm sorry!
0: It was quick, I'm sorry! Deal. That yeah. was a heater.
1: <laughs> Throw back <That> joke. <laughs> that hurt feelings of someone who doesn't even exist. Yeah, the baby. That's my that was the thing I remember you didn't let me finish I was, my punchline was yeah gonna, the baby. my punchline was gonna be anymore it wasn't wait, 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 a baby was it? it was a stem cell okay, yeah of bro? course because it's, it was it's a... born it's not even really a person <laughs> well, i explained this last week <laughs> what it was was a cyst What well, it was just all it was it was a cyst like a very large pimple basically a cyst oh okay on someone yeah it was body. a fucking cis male <laughs> <laughs> was it non-binary
0: <laughs> non-binary bro <laughs>
1: Well, it hadn't been like manipulated by society's rules, <laughs> so of course it wasn't binary at all. <laughs> Ugh, God, you guys, you just you gave away the whole story already. It's a but it was funny. <laughs> it was Stevie's fault. Blame Stevie. I'm gonna go get a drink. <laughs> what? This
0: is your corner, bro. Where are you going? I can't even do it right now. All right, I'll go in a little bit. Dude, of mine. this is your hospital bed, bro. Come on, you need to fucking lay down and tell us the story. <laughs> yeah, just sit down and take it already. Just lean back, bro. <laughs> Just leave lean back and explain to us <laughs> what went wrong. <laughs> yeah, where did it all go wrong? Apparently, your pull-out game is not strong. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I'm sorry that I have miracle sperm. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, shouldn't you have a contingency we'll add, plan, we'll Batman? We'll add any f- yeah, it's called the clinic. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the bat clinic? Well, can I get to the fucking story?
1: <laughs> We're all just making jokes about something nobody has any context What for. are you here for? Ugh. Well, uh, <laughs> I need to get
2: rid of something. I'm it's pretty gonna, sure they did it. has been hiding in her shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Theatricality. <laughs> <in December. laughs> and never learned to minus her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. He's
0: never going to learn to minus her because he's going to be gone. Because <laughs> I'm getting rid of him.
2: How much? I'm rich. I'm a billionaire. I can get rid of this abortion. Money is no. Abortion. Alfred, you know how to fucking do this, right? <laughs> Alfred, Stop get the tweezers.
0: Let's get in the bat cave so you can get in the get bat the cave. Bat hanger, <laughs> get but the bat hanger, Alfred. Get the hanger.
2: Oh my god. You need the bat hanger. I need a bad abortion. <laughs> bad boys, this one. A bad abortion. He's not coming in here.
1: <laughs> Okay, come on, seriously. Guys. Yeah, well, <laughs> dude, you're the one sitting here rifting. Sorry, man. I'm sorry that I'm funnier than you. Well, yeah, you are a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I won't deny it. I'm, so I'm, I'm funnier than you. You're I'm smarter than you. Not true. I'm better I'm than de- you. Not not it. It. I can I'm color better writer. than you. Not true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not true.
0: Not true. That one's true. Not true. Not true. Oh, yeah, you can pee better than me, sure. Not,
1: not true on the other uh, one. You can box better than me. That's about it, bro. <laughs> maybe. I am maybe, pretty. You're pretty good at I'm cutting stuff. You are too that's, that's, ugly to be the champ. That the champ should be pretty, like me. Yeah, Stevie Tommy and shit, That's I'll what cut. he's good at. <laughs> All right, anyways. Money. Anyways, let's get to it. Okay, uh, so a while ago, like a while ago, um, I slept with a girl who's a friend of mine who actually, uh, she was told by a doctor that she wasn't able to conceive. Uh, she had a surgery, um, and they said, I'm sorry, but you'll never be able to have children after this. And her, Thank God and for of course, her, right? in her mind, she was like,
2: oh, fucking
1: sweet, <laughs> uh, dude. Uh, she, yeah. You know, she's a really good person and everything. And um, that's what like attracted me in the first place. Is she was just so nice and so cool and everything. And uh, we were just friends for a long time. And um, when I was single, it was like, oh, yeah, that happened. And we had some sex, lots of sex. <laughs> <laughs> we had
0: sex once, plenty of times.
1: <laughs> and uh, um, I didn't, I didn't use protection because a, I trusted, I trust
3: her. Because a, still you're not, dude, a dumbass. Here's the thing, I
1: still do trust her. Like she's not, she's not a dirty girl at all. She doesn't sleep around at all. She was in a long term relationship that she just had gotten like out of like not that long ago, and like I'm like, this is not the kind of girl to be worried about or anything like that so uh, I went bareback cause nothing to fucking worry about mm-hmm. you can't conceive what the fuck do I need to think about yeah. at
0: all I mean if come on if you can't conceive you can't catch STDs that's like a thing right <laughs> like that's
1: a thing not at all that's not <laughs> no. what the point was the point was that I knew she was clean she wasn't a hooah <laughs> like every a girl hoo-a. you've ever fucked around with oh shots fired that yeah, yeah, that what. was a twofer <laughs> anyways uh that happened and a while later like uh just recently it's been a couple months like I th- like a month and a half or something so it's been a while uh she said that she really needed to talk to me and all these things and i was like okay i'm gonna make it over find out whatever this and he assumed
0: it was just gonna be some other girl telling him she loves him which is the eighth girl this year <sighs> uh,
1: that's what i deal with <laughs> it's my oh. cross to bear oh it my is. god it's my curse for it's an exaggeration Adi, the i mean, the motherfucking magnificent being the dad said. i the
0: mediocre magnificent
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's that pretty good yeah. that Mr.
0: Daddy, magnificently mediocre. Yeah! <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, that's the one. That's the
2: one. <laughs> Name of the cast? No, I don't <laughs> do that. No. Uh, you need to engrave me- now,
1: Stevie. You need to engrave new whiskey glasses. say <laughs> <That's a>, the <laughs> next, year. <laughs> yeah. ne- next year's whiskey glasses, bro. Oh, that was great. Uh, I wish. I wish. I wish they thought that. They have, <laughs> I wouldn't have so much trouble. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Turn it around,
0: bitch! Oh my god!
1: You did, God! I'm so good at this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm so, so kidding. ridiculous. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm oh my god! This is a serious subject, Chris. You're not letting me do this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is actually oh, fucked yeah. up. Welcome to my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh, she told me. I went over, She told me. She's like, essentially, hey, I'm pregnant. Um. I didn't think I was I didn't think it'd be possible either I went to the clinic to find out for sure and she showed me the papers right away boom motherfucker and just blown the fuck away uh, like never no been, you kinda knew I'd never been hit with anything like, like that like you
0: didn't know but like you knew cause she texted you and she's like hey we need to talk well yeah I, I like, definitely well, yeah I, I did have like a you knew something was up yeah I did well um, if you had your contingency why did you shoot that bitch
3: he I'm did. just kidding. What I did I say ball, bro. ten minutes ago?
2: <laughs> what my plan was? <laughs> bat hook. the clinic,
1: nigga.
0: No, you said bat hook. <laughs>
2: bat, <laughs>
0: coat hanger. Yeah, bat, bat the bat hanger, bro. Uh, anyways, but bat, abortion. no, 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 no. no. Yeah.
1: To be serious, okay. Like, okay. I was okay. like, I was like, holy, and it's that. It was just like in that movie, knocked up. You hear this? I heard this loud ringing in my ears. Just <laughs> and
2: I was maybe like, you're pregnant. That's you losing right, that one? Sound. That moment and when Bill Hater yeah. says,
0: maybe you're pregnant, and she just like, everything just kind of, like, gets, like, everything just goes away, <laughs> and it's her, like, in her own head. That's basically what it was. And
1: uh, I had this, just this image of me driving on the highway in a white Bronco. <laughs> 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 Oh,
0: damn, that was good. Going for the bigger, I don't know broader. if people are gonna get the Xboxer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, oh, that
0: was an OG Eisman trophy winner. <laughs> Andy Moreno. Used
1: to be a decent human being. <laughs> okay. uh, I never was, shut up. Anyways, no you weren't. Um, so I was just like, Action guard. And she was like, look, Action, and she, and she go told go. me right away, like, while I was stunned, she was like, look, I never thought I would. I never thought I would be able to have kids. You know that. I don't want to. I want to get this taken care of. Um, and I'm, I've, been, I've been making appointments already. I'm getting this hard. I want to take it. I just wanted I, – all I wanted to do was let you know that this happened because I feel you deserve to know. And I was like – just like still like trying to get my bearings. And I just told her. I was like, I'm so Sorry. I I, 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 I wish I, I, I didn't really did not, I was so speechless, I didn't know what to say. Later. I'm not, not
0: going to lie, I'm surprised that, because, like, she probably went, like, a four or five years or so, with knowing that she was pretty much infertile, but, yet when she did get knocked up, instead of, like, doing what almost, I feel like, every other female would have done, it's like, no, I'm keeping it, because the doctor said that I couldn't have one, so, like, this is my it's a miracle, miracle baby. baby. Yeah. She, she didn't do that. That terrified really me for a long
1: time. For a very long time, I was like, I thought she was going to turn into that person. This is a miracle. I was like, and my arm was going to be like, well, if it's a miracle baby, then it would survive an abortion. Well, yeah. Oh! We, we at least deserve a try. <gasps> well, yeah,
0: because um. of the fact that fucking... First off, she can't really get pregnant by a mortal man.
2: Um. But luckily,
0: Dr. Dadney's stuck it oh in her. God. And the semen... Push past all the fucking. That's because Jesus at that point came through Doctor Dadney and was like, "This is
1: Jesus." So you're saying I am the hand of God? Oh is that what God. you said, Chris? No, Chris, you just said that. You <laughs> said, "Um, I am the left." You jerk. are the Messiah. You, I am the left hand oh the jerk hell, hand... Allah. I am the jerk off hand of God. Is what you're saying, right? You're Muhammad.
0: All yeah. of it. First off, I who's am a Jesus.
1: <laughs> first off, first, well, um.
0: He's this guy, you know, if Moses He's a pretty cool guy, he duck, came down, you know, he died, no, he came back.
1: <laughs> no, if Moses and Jesus met and, and fucked <laughs> and had a baby and that baby met Muhammad and they met and they fucked and they had a baby, huh. that'd be
0: the hand that went through you to deliver the sperm. Money. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that's fucking great! <laughs> end it no. right there. Anyway, it's gonna end apparently. up for our <laughs> <laughs>
1: Apparently, I have miracle sperm. <laughs> no, but it, it it uh that happened, and um, I was like, look, I was like stunned, and I was like, I'm so sorry. She was like, trying to talk to me. I was like, look, appa- like look, obviously, She's trying to talk to me, but I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, obviously, <laughs> you're not gonna help us alone. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna help. With every, I'm gonna help pay for. I'm gonna help take you there. I'm gonna be there with you. Right on. I'm gonna do through the whole thing. Like I'm so. I, I that's did, pretty I, honorable, dude. I was like, like I'm, wow, I did And, like, good and, job. and uh, she told me she was really happy that. It's awesome, Ned. I she was <laughs> 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 Oh,
2: the Game of Thrones <laughs> finally! came in. can't go an episode without Batman <laughs> oh, or Game oh, of Thrones. Man. I,
3: I am not Ned Stark. The
2: door <laughs> The and <Dorne> abortion line. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is right now Annie is just in complete love right now with that with that fucking joke he loved it please
1: someone out there write a story oh, <laughs> oh my god oh, Oberon, he was getting the girl go- pregnant and for this time this girl tries to get an abortion that's your that's <sighs> that's your catalyst <laughs> you, you we gave you that do the rest <laughs> good luck good luck <laughs> good luck Cool. Anyways, and she's like, thank you. Well, uh, she was really no, – she was not happy not. with the fact that I wasn't – that I was like, I want to do this. And she was like, I, I wanted you to come. I was afraid to ask you, but I wanted you to be there with me. And I was like, I, you shut up. Of course. Um, the I'm problem, problem was here, the Planned Parenthood here in Reno wouldn't do it. A clinic would though for seven dollars Because they're that and they're like, well, we can't abort your baby because
0: your baby <laughs> –
1: no, just go ahead. Your genes need to be passed on. Oh God, <laughs> doctor. I mean, Jesus. look at you. I mean, it's not that. Come on. great.
0: <laughs> you're not that tight.
2: Your semen is not that tight. Yeah, yeah. I
1: have. I'm talking about your no, semen. The doctor Not said. you. I have seen you with my own eyes. <laughs> drown a drink of water. Oh my and God. And kill a dead tree. I have seen the miracle. That is, Adony. <laughs> That was stupid. <laughs> Suck it, dude. That was great. Anyways. Uh like so it's 700 dollars to do it here in town. Jesus,
2: oh my man. god. Her dude. friend who It's lived... fucked up
0: because they go and then they fucking sell at a snip's. Okay, sorry. But they did they sell at a s it, like Stevie Toll at a Dude,
1: It's veal and Chinese food. <laughs> dude,
0: being a like if you like respect domestic violence, dude, you could save so much money. You know what I mean? Respect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, if you're okay with hitting women... you that's the
2: end of the podcast.
1: No, you get to be be okay with it because she digs it.
2: Oh! Oh, damn! (laughs) Shots (laughs) fired!
1: Let me... No, no. Go ahead and let me actually hit a girl and see what that would do. No, let's not do that. I would be shot to death. (laughs) One... I know how to throw a punch. Yeah, and she'd be knocked I out. I would survive <laughs> though because
0: <laughs> I have a contingency plan for being do, shot to death. I actually do
1: have, actually do have average power, so it's not, it's not going to be too weak. Uh, <laughs> three, <laughs> three. I forgot what my third one. Was. Yeah, you
2: did. Uh, yeah, you're, you're a, a monkey. monkey. Number four,
1: <laughs> make profit. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, that was so good. Oh,
2: my God, no one's going to get no, that. No, 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 no. Number
1: four, I'm brown-skinned, so the cops are going to kill me right oh, away. Oh, you're dead, dude. Oh, dude, you're uh, dead, I'm not Adam, where I get to resist arrest and threaten a cop and get put in jail for ten hours. Oh, shots oh no. Fired again. I'm not Adam. I'm not a white boy. No, I get shot and killed If you're in listening streets.
0: to this episode and you're playing the drinking game, you're wasted by now, because I've said shots fired at least four
1: times. Fuck him and his. (sighs) Sorry, different. Continue with the abortion. Yeah, with the abortion. (laughs) Then they get back to the abortion.
0: Freaking out on Tinder King. It's about racism.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The fucking Lee (laughs) storyline.
0: Oh jeez!
2: <laughs> Fuck you! That was gold, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, okay. So ah, she tells me, I got this appointment made. All right, I have to tell my boss, and I was like, "Look, hey man, I'm really, I need, I need these days off." Because if you remember, listeners, not that long ago, I had to request a day off to go to court. For this podcast and defend the show against my ex, who is a vindictive cunt. So, allegedly, allegedly, I had to ask that time off, and he knew about that. And uh, so, when I asked him about, I was like, and I told him it was serious. He was like, "Are you in trouble again?" And I was like, "Hey, man, look, I'm in trouble, but it's not with the law." And then I told him what was going on, and he was like. Oh my god. What the fuck, man? Like looked at me, he's like, Are you gonna keep it? He's like, How old are you? I was like, twenty six. Are you gonna keep it? And I was like, um No man, we're gonna we're gonna terminate it. That's why I need the time off. And the look on his fucking face. The smile? Is the look on the face of so many people and that's why I feel like it's so shitty because as a guy you get less flack automatically less flack for this.
3: Um, so I could only
1: imagine the flack that a lot of women get for doing this procedure. Definitely, dude. And, definitely. Uh, like just like so it was so I was like like this like you're looking down on me and you're looking like I'm less of like who of a person because I want to terminate the baby. I'm taking the <laughs> like so if somebody were to say to you, look at these puppies. Oh my god, I love puppies. Do you want one? Oh fuck! A, a puppy? I can't right now because I don't make a lot of money. I'm living on my own in this apartment, paycheck to paycheck. I'm barely scraping by. I'm with scraping somebody. Scraping by, <laughs> money. Bro. You're gonna catch Continue. one in a second. I swear to
3: God. <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> but the person I'm with, like, we're just we can we can barely make it work out. I mean, this was. We weren't planning on having a puppy. It's so much responsibility. I mean, it's years and years of our life dedicated. Us. We can't really handle a puppy right now. So I'm. I would love to have one, but I just can't handle it right now. I'm sorry. We're just. Are you It's really? not like a position. That person's like, oh, I understand. You can't have a puppy. I get it. Same situation. I can't have a baby because of all those reasons, and yet you'll still get. Are you crazy? Well, then you're not. You get yelled at, screamed at. You're not worth. You never should have been having sex. While I was well, okay. First off, fuck you because I try to take. I thought there was there was barriers in the way of the side effects of sex, which are pregnancy. There was a bulletproof vest in front of my bullets, bro. Okay, it's not my fault. Fuck Pierce. That that's that's. <laughs> you can be mad at condoms for that, but. When you're talking about, oh, this gun is full of fucking blanks, and you're like, yeah, go ahead and shoot me with your blanks from 100 yards away. I'm not going to get hurt. And all of a sudden, wh- a one bullet, bullet miraculously right? appears out of the matter. and <laughs> Brandon <laughs> fucking Lee, bro. You pulled a Brandon Lee moment. Oh, miracle. Yeah. Bull, fuck you. Anyways, I had to tell him that, and it was – they looked like I was like, yeah. And Damn, I so want, I like, want to be you like, like, went into it with, like, like, you, you know, know what, dude? Me. Wow. I mean, like, this is what it is. This is what it's going to be. We both want this. It's a mutual decision. We're fucking adults. And this is my motherfucking An accident fucking happened. Neither of us want this. We thought it could never happen and it happened. But we're dealing with it in our own way. If you want to look down on us for any, any kind of reason, we can step outside. I didn't say that, but I do want to And we can have sex. Then we can drive down <laughs> to California. And then and then, and then, yeah. But anyways, like I said, it was $700 up here. And in uh, Sacramento, it's like 250 300 right? And so she was going to use her friend's address and be like, here's where I live. I live in Sacramento. Getting this uh, operation. That's what's going to happen. But they already had her on file.
2: Oh. So automatically that discount,
1: Gone. Happened Wait, too late. hold
0: on. If they already had it on file, did she already have an abortion?
1: No. Why they had she? it on fire because she goes there to get, like, uh... uh abortion. She went there... <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
1: you go there before, like, you want to get tested, you want to get oh, contraceptive, like a, in, oh, any, any, any time in your past. Yeah,
0: dude. Like, before she found out... I'm up. sorry, the place I go to get tested doesn't do abortions, so I didn't I'm realize... Still the, I didn't realize like, yeah, were, I'm still like, on Like, yeah,
1: I'm still on file on because when I was, like, fucking, you know, 14, I went to Planned Parenthood in order to get free condoms, and I'm on the file there, you know what, what I mean? And then he, they held on him huh.
0: for two years before he had sex for the first
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm like, like what's well, fucked up. A, maybe, it, like, I don't know, like, it was fucked up, but we went there, and we're there, and we found out, oh, we don't get the discount, all that kind of thing. But um, what's really great is, like, okay, so we have to go to Sacramento. I like that you don't get the discount.
0: It's
2: like fucking-
1: My car... I will go to Sacramento, but I'm really scared. I don't think it'll make it back up to <laughs> Reno <laughs> My car will go to Sacramento, but it's
0: not coming back. <laughs> I'm surprised this motherfucker's car could do it. My, my car's gold. That's goal, the thing bro. is, my I'm tr- that's goal. the thing. Yeah, your car's gold. It's like three That's the thing, cars. though. Like I've
1: like I've done a million.
2: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> my hood's fucked up.
1: That's it. Continue, sorry. I've done a million things to like help this car get along, but it's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of miles are on it, and I've. Done a lot of work on it myself to keep it going, but it's it's at, at the end of the day, like you can't. It's A to B, not fucking travel. It's yeah, a exactly. To B. It's I, not. Yeah, it's, I had no, yeah. I had no reason to really quit travel, it. Mm. and I had, tr- I had driven from Reno to Sac a couple of times in the car already, and bopped his tire. We fucking, we were fucked one oh, time, yeah. yeah. But anyways, I was like, I'm fucked, but luckily I have Stevie. And you could Stevie, have asked me too. I like... immediately told Stevie what the situation was. Before- I didn't ask him at all. I didn't ask him in Wario's car. I never brought up car. I never said anything about car. I was like immediately I just told him a situation and he's all, dude, interrupted me. You can borrow my car if you need it. Uh and that's what that's what podcast hosts do. I took Steve's. If he would have said no, I'd have said yeah. And mine's brand new. <laughs> and we I would dr- say no no. <laughs> Not nah, You borrowing
0: <laughs> my car. Fuck you Aiden. <laughs> I just my bought car, that car too. I just put that one on. <laughs> Yeah, me with the hood. <laughs> no, but I, I love that. And that so we basically like, you could ask me. That's, we
1: basically traded cars for a Seriously, couple of that's days, awesome, and dude. um. You're like the only person I was in with Barlow's car. You wouldn't be <laughs> borrow Barlow's car. Uh, you two are literally the only people. <laughs> and Josh. Just just you, yeah. But anyways, so, uh, go ahead. Sorry. You know, like I picked her. I got, we traded cars. Uh, I picked her up. I had a I had this huge ice chest, and I put it on ice, and I put a bunch of snacks in it, and I picked up the girl. And uh, had, oh, a little, had a had snacks little snacks on the way. We had a
0: picnic in the car. How cute. Yeah. It's pretty tight. A nice guy. It's pretty
1: good. <laughs> yeah, a nice guy that gets people pregnant. Yeah, I'm a horrible piece of shit. He <laughs> tries to hide it. About time! Someone else is a piece of shit! I've said of that for like a long time. I like that we were I've like, no, I'm this.
0: a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. And Chris is like, and then I said, I'm gonna be sitting here. like, no, wait. You are the most piece of shit. You <laughs> <laughs> said that to me specifically, and I was like, <laughs>
2: Uh, well, yeah, I was joking. I, <laughs> I was
1: joking. Adam's mother. I've admitted shit.
0: so, John. Let's sometimes. just throw it to Adam.
1: Fuck you. I've I mean, him. I love you, you Adam. You, she should you must not be named. I've admitted since, like, oh, yes, episode sorry. three that I'm a piece of shit. I've, I've said it. You're right. So fuck off. Piece of shit. But I also said that I am also like House Martell in that I pretend <laughs> to be chivalrous, <laughs> and I want to give that image of chivalry, but I am a super piece of shit. And we get on with the fucking trip, and we get there, and we go straight to the place, the Planned Parenthood in Sacramento, and um, they're like, Dr. Dadney, what's up, bro? <laughs> I'm like, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a joke to make that seem not true, but it was. Uh, yeah, the bitch knew me, and uh, we'd fuck several like, times. Noon? The oh, girl at the counter. Man. The girl at the counter, she knew. She was like, another one, huh? <laughs> she <laughs> was like, oh, so you only fucked me in the ass? Everyone else? Yeah, this is a whole. This is all a joke. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is a whole nother story. This
1: is dating corner for next week. This is all.
0: Throwback joke. Joke. dating corner. <laughs> this is all
1: a joke, just like your life.
2: Um, just like oh. a baby.
1: <laughs> Steve. Thoughts fired. It turns out that the operation itself was six hundred dollars. Um, so did that, <clears throat> and then you know, you force gas, uh, food, all that stuff. We, time it was funny. Off. It was crazy. is what's funny. He's
0: feeding three people and <laughs> Jesus fucking. <man. laughs> I fed three people for
2: the first eight hours. <laughs> the rest of the trip. Yeah, dude,
3: you
1: save money on the way back. Hell of <laughs> <laughs> That's what you. If you want to save money, drop a body out. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fucking holes in the desert. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> what's funny? We stayed. Um, I was gonna like my initial plan was. I'm a, you have a friend. I'm gonna drop out with your friend. I'm gonna stay with one of my favorite people in the world, Joel LaRosa. But he was I mean, a piece of shit. He's a total cunt. To the he's a bad influence, but he's still the best. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's the best bad influence. I did, actually I didn't I didn't have time to see Joel unfortunately, but you know, pressing matters and all that. Uh, he was busy with his own business, busy with mine. Uh, but you know shit happens anyways uh get there and uh she's like well i'm staying at my friend's house and i want you uh to stay with me i was like yeah yeah no problem and her friend that we stayed with she had two roommates a guy and a girl who were engaged and the three of them uh, we say that they're really awesome ass a uh, little townhome home in uh, downtown Those three people are fucking incredible, man. They were so ridiculously unnecessarily nice and hospitable. And I really, really like them. We were all getting along fine. We ended up watching a bunch of fucking Disney movies and everything. But everything was great and all that. But she had the procedure and, like, it was this really weird tension between um, me and her – It was like – it was almost as if she wanted – she wanted at at one point – she wanted, like, comfort. You know what I mean? She had gone through this horrible thing, and I'm like, look, I'm going to be – I'm here. I'm here for you. Like, I'm here. But you
3: weren't there. But – and,
1: like, she wanted some kind of comfort. She laid in my lap, and she wanted some sort of comfort. But at the same time, she didn't. And it was really this really awkward kind of situation, and so I was trying to try and, like – mend it by making jokes and talking to our friends and making everybody laugh and all oh, this thing like blah 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 but it was still like this really just rigid fucked up thing and at the end of that second day like it's fucked up and <laughs> we ended up saying "Okay, oh, we're gonna i was like i was like we we probably should fucking leave and all this stuff like we need to get back i need to get back in time for work and all that and Like I said, like, her friends were fucking amazing. Her friends were fucking awesome. There were all those people there that were really cool. They knew the situation. And uh, when the fiancé, when the dude came home, he was like, hey, does anybody smoke weed? I'm like, no. The girl's like, yeah, I really need it because I feel like shit. They all got high together and started feeling a lot better and she was a lot more comfortable. I was like, that was fun. Talked a lot more shit. Talked a lot about movies, and that was great. The fact that it was like, oh wow, you like movies? Let's go in fucking deep, and let me give you some deep cuts, bitch. It's because Are marijuana you you is say amazing. That when someone just went through an abortion, <laughs> I, was, I was talking to the guy. We
0: talked deep about cuts. Like, uh, deep ta- cuts. <laughs>
1: We talked about Star Wars for like a fucking minute, dude. And I was, and like his his fiance had never watched Mulan, and so I immediately wanted to murder her, mm. but I resisted. I think that makes me a good person. Yeah, you don't want to murder two in one day, dude. <laughs> No, you don't. One's enough, man. But um, after all of that, uh, that all happened. We all came back up here. and That's um, a two in one. Just got that <laughs> Chris murdered pussy two in one day. Uh, tell you the truth, like uh She she really does not want anything else to do with me. You think so? Not even as a friend. Like not even a no, friendship? she told me. She doesn't want to be friends with you. She told me like you're, basically like, you know, the whole asshole thing and like you don't know how to communicate or talk. I mean, I told you all the stuff all you said was sorry, I blah, blah. and I was like, yeah, I'm not good at talking. Um I'm not good at that whole emotion sort of the emotional thing. conversation thing. It's not, yeah. I don't know how to really do it. And um there was that and then like the whole the whole situation and she was just like uh, and she also turned like really liked me and all this stuff and I was just like I don't I'm not about it all that kind of thing but uh, so I burned that bridge.
2: Yeah. So she doesn't even want like, to be friends
1: with you anymore. That's cr- no.
0: No, She doesn't want to be friends with me anymore. Um, Great job, Eddie. Now was that because fucking lost us a listener, dude? Not is cool. that is that because? <laughs> She admitted of, her no. love, like for you, and all that, no. and then you were like weren't, re- or is it because of what happened? I think happened I think that weekend? was
1: a small factor. I think the emotional factor is the reason. But that the fact I think uh, she felt I was too closed off, and I was too closed off to the aspect of relationship. I wasn't even. Aside from that, uh, I was just. I'm just an asshole. I guess. I am not like I said before. I'm not that good of a person. Uh, I think she knows I, I, I don't blame her uh, if she doesn't want to be friends it's like okay. yeah I get it I'm, I'm not that gonna, guy like, I, I not hate gonna, trying to I'm not gonna fucking hound you to be my friend yeah I mean, exactly we went through this horrible fucking thing but it's over now and we can both move on and I think it might be better to move on we can we, both move on we both need to move on who doesn't need to move on let's abort this fetus <laughs> oh <laughs> That's a good show. Oh my god. That was you a- gotta continue it. Because the rest of the song goes, To defeat the
2: bun. The bun, bun.
1: <laughs> the bun wow. in the oven.
0: <laughs> there you go. There's Adney's um, thing, but Chris and I... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Chris and I went to the lake this week, so fucking, you know, it's like, we made a mistake by inviting our dates to the lake because they're fucking skinks. This is a lake talk. Oh my god, I do not approve of that Uh, fucking song. I don't approve of it either. (laughs) I just, I don't write the songs, I just think them up and play them down, bro. (laughs) was hoping I was hoping you were going to say something along the lines of, like, sand of the beach or something like that, but no, you went full retard. (laughs) Listen, Chris, I don't think about what I say until I say it. Until I say it, I don't think about it. We have that in in common. I say it, and then I think later on, like, man, I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) But you can't take it back because it's on audio recording, so we're golden. So first, before you get started, because you weren't there for the first part of this trip, so I got to explain how we even got to where you're going to start your story. So, for the people that don't know or anything like that, we had this camping trip planned for, I want to say, about a fucking month. So, me and Kenny, after last year, because I had to sit there and I had to watch Kenny. Kenny's my roommate, that's who I live with. Kenny gained 70 pounds. He was 250 fucking pounds. He was sitting there playing oh, a fucking video game, smoking cigarettes in the house all last summer, we didn't do fucking shit. It was fucking nonsense. So this summer comes around, he gets in shape, he's not 250 pounds anymore, he's like, somewhat stopped smoking in the house, and all this good stuff, so I was like, okay, this summer we're gonna kill this summer. So we did a bunch of fucking summer plans. Pretty sure we already had Adney out on a fucking camping trip. All Which we explained, stuff. yeah, we explained them when we came So... Around. We planned this one for Stevie because finally Stevie could come out there. So we planned it for this place. It's called Gold Lake and all that stuff. So, But we made it a fucking month out. So the day of it comes and me and my buddy Fitz are driving up to Gold fucking Lake. It takes us a solid hour and a half to even get to fucking Gold Lake. And then it takes us another 15 minutes to find the campsite that has the boat dock. And then we realize the boat dock is out of service because there's construction all around it. And then we realize every single fucking campground around this fucking campsite or every single campground around this lake is packed. Everywhere is fucking packed. And we're driving around and we're looking at this campsite and we're looking at this campsite and everywhere is packed. And we're like, dude... We're not going to be able to camp here. And so we have to fucking... We drove all the way up to fucking Gold Lake. We had all these plans. There was like 40 people going or something like that. Mind you, this is the day before. And what they're dealing with is a play-by-play of what can go wrong will go wrong. And so that happens. So the fucking... The place that we originated everything. Like the place that we were supposed to go (laughs) fell through. So we were like, okay. (laughs) We got to figure out our next... Action. Like, our next plan of action. What are we going to do? Oh, And they're like, okay, we're going to go to this. Like, it's called Frenchman's. Now, this was the day before Stevie got here. Week, this week was the like, day like before. Like, it's super weak. Like, like, they lost World War II. Every, yeah, like. it's super weak. Like, compared to the one we were going to. Like, So, we we wind up at Frenchman's. And we get to Frenchman's. We even find a campsite. And we can have a lot of people there. It says, like, you can have, like, 15 people there or so. And I'm like, okay, so we'll max it out. We're going to put 15 plus fucking 20 so more. Many people here. <laughs> But the first no, night, the first night, everyone didn't come out because we came out on Friday. But it was planned for Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That was the date. That was the no, day. We no, wanted dude, to go nobody out. Nobody
1: wanted, wanted to be around you guys. I no, made we, that. We no, I made that, that
0: specific date because I told Kenny, listen, Friday is my most important day. Yeah. It's my Monday at work. I'll do Saturday. I said I'll do. I gotta go there Friday. Set up. I can do Saturday. That's the one day I get off. So we went out to scout. I love Kenny for being understanding. He was like, no, no, fuck it. Let's do Saturday. We went went out to scout everything. We all took Monday off. Half of us took Monday off. It wasn't a three-day weekend or anything, anything like that. So me, Fitz, and a, a, a couple people, like a handful. There's only about I want to say like eight or ten of us. We went out to scout everything on Friday. We wound up at Frenchmen's. We actually had a decent time, but there was only about ten of us, and they had a quiet zone. And at and they ten all o'clock, sucked.
1: all ten of you sucked. No, not true.
0: Anyways. At 10 o'clock, it was quiet time. Well, we didn't know that. And so we're fucking partying, all this fucking stuff, and there's a host for each campsite. So the host comes over, and he's like, you guys are being too loud. And I was like, you're being too loud, bro. Uh-huh. Like, oh, so we can't party? Oh, we can't party? But, he's hey, like, oh, you can pull, party? Hey, but I'm going to call the sheriff. I was like, call the sheriff. Like, did, you it just an,
1: got, did you pull an Adam Lee or all?" I will fucking fight you. you
0: no. no, 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 no. Oh, he we did. We were, oh, yeah. it was. Call the sheriff. I know the sheriff, bro. Nah. I fucked the sheriff's <laughs> wife, dude. <laughs> you tell him I that. sucked his <laughs>
1: dick too one time.
0: Anyways, k- 25ers, so- you tell him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we wound up being too loud. We had to turn the music down, all that stuff. So the next morning, we wake up and we're like getting ready for more people that are gonna fucking show up. Well, the hosts come back and they're like, y'all gotta leave. And then my buddy's like, no, we can be adults. And and then the hosts were like, okay, can you? And I was like, nope, nope, fuck, We sure though. fucking can't. We, can we still a got, got a yeah. keg coming I was up. like, there's a keg And we got like, the loudest little man yeah. in Reno coming to town. I was we like, that's not going to happen.
3: I was Dude, like, I we wake up that up. whole
0: fucking mountain, no, bro. No, I'm, I'm, I made the camp pack up. Like it was just the smartest decision. I'll like, have bears coming down. Like, did they, we quiet? We didn't want to leave, but it was it was the best for the camping scenario. I mean, so we left. Good. So it's like, okay, we don't have a lot of many. We don't have a lot of options left. We're running out of time because now everybody is trying to meet up with us. It is now Saturday, the, day, around, everyone's the day everyone's yeah, coming out. Everyone's coming out at around twelve. It everyone's trying to meet up. Six
1: minutes before midnight. Seriously.
0: And so I was like, okay, and we settled on a lake, and it was called Pyramid. The only problem with Pyramid <laughs> is that there's no fucking trees, and it gets windy. Besides that, the lake is fucking oh, money. no, fuck you, homeboy. The boy. beach is fucking, no, The, most no, 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 problem no. the is, biggest problem is if you have a vehicle like Adam and I and not a fucking truck, you get stuck no, in the yeah, sand. No, trucks get
1: stuck. Trucks, straight up, huh. four-wheel drive. It's crazy because
0: I drove slide. multiple cars out there, and then it gets stuck one time. Maybe you guys should just learn how to drive. Is that where you're going They're with They're both this? Death clearing me. All right, <laughs> <laughs> cool right
1: now. You want to do this right
0: now? <laughs> no. Sorry, guys, I don't know how to drive. Well, no, it's just the area. You have to drive in certain areas. He's <laughs> so bad. back up, bro. What are you doing? Yeah, back up, Oh, you
2: didn't have a contingency plan for getting stuck no, in the sand? where's your contingency uh-huh. plan? Oh, where's my car right now? It's in the driveway, motherfuckers. <laughs> Talk back and don't answer. Answer. <laughs> Bring up. A contingency plan as if I don't have one! <laughs> Ever in your life!
1: Okay. okay. I Have one in case I get your fucking mom pregnant.
2: <laughs> oh, don't start with me, dude. Don't you yeah, fucking- Yeah, my
1: get down to Sacramento.
0: Miss a candy. I job, even have pull one your mom's face
1: Purposely get your mom
0: pregnant. <laughs> oh.
2: Like I have it all. Have over.
0: fun with that, because you're getting taken to court. Because she's a piece of and shit. And guess who has a plan for that? Good luck. Get it. So anyways, we go to the other lake. It's called Pyramid. Go ahead. And then boom. She's going to lose her
1: prenup. She's going to get the bar. <clears door. throat> she loses <throat> everything, motherfucker. Bam. We, we all get there. Everyone Bam. shows up. She gets nothing in the D, dude. Because <laughs> she got too much D. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. Full circle. <laughs> Took it <laughs> long
0: enough. So we finally <laughs> started on a fucking lake. And we go to the fucking lake. <laughs> Everyone meets up at the lake. And then Stevie shows up. Now you could take it from here. Because I want there's certain things yes, that you're man. trying to get up. out. We had a blast. I went home Sunday. And uh, then I fucking slept and uh, um, so the for the book suggestion this week a <laughs> we <forget> bit <about> <laughs> no, uh, no so uh, what's it called? The reason that what sucked is why well, Adney told a story? Shut Don't the fuck up, waste Adney! It's my motherfucking time! Shut oh, up! Yeah. That's not what you always do, and we always shut up. Shut up! <laughs> Good point.
2: Good point. Um,
0: yeah. Now, <laughs> what's up? Abs- what sucked is the reason that Adney told his story about his fucking sh- sh- smush motion is because of the fact that he had to skip the fucking camping trip to drop off the baby in Sacramento and drive back home. <laughs> so he did that, and then he realized what's he could have dropped the baby off. Could've dropped the baby off here and saved money, but he didn't. So and, Marto, and could have went to the camp. Most show. importantly, time. Yeah, he could've saved time and money. He would have been able to go to the camping trip and have a threesome and save money. Anything Boom. in this world can be lost and
1: regained except for time.
0: Yeah, there you go. Time is our worst enemy. So, I'm fucking... That, that's shitty.
1: He courted his dad. Uh, just, uh, but no,
0: we man. set this motherfucker, Stevie, up. He had an easy up over him. He had well, four no. fucking tables. I set the fucking campsite up. I told everybody, listen, I'm okay, going to spend first money... First of all, a
1: campsite was already yeah, set no. up,
0: okay? Hold up, credit. Credit or credit or credit I want credit, 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 credit. No. So I go in the morning, Saturday morning, because I requested, like I said, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I go get the fucking keg. Alcoholic cast on it, by the way. Pretty sweet. Um, And I get all, all the wrong, fucking bro. food that I had marinated the night before. So fucking I good. I grabbed everything I needed. Second, I was like, listen, I'm fucking going to meet you guys all there. So right when I grabbed all the shit, they basically told me, plans are changed. We're coming from Frenchman's. We're going over to fucking Pyramid. I was like, fuck, dude, I'm already at my work. I was like, I'll meet you guys at fucking your house, Chris. You meet me there. You guys all meet me there. We'll go from there because I have no idea where I'm going. So I got met there by fucking Kenny and a couple other individuals. Uh, Then we all fucking drive all the way out to fucking Pyramid. I text Abney. So I told him, I was like, hey, listen, please come out. And he's like, "Ah, I got work tomorrow. And I was like, dude, you have driven to Tahoe and got fucked up and you drove back. Whoa, park. allegedly, bro. Okay. Whoa. He's done and I was like, listen. <laughs> hey, that was in my younger day. And I was like, listen. I was you can really drive. young. That was like a year ago. I was like, you I can mean... drive to Pyramid. And he's like, well, wow, I don't get service out there. I was like, well, I'll park at a spot that you do get service, like that I get service at, and I'll, I'll tell you where to meet me at at a certain time. We, we synchronize watches and everything. So I ended up <laughs> Just fucking, like in
1: the movies, dude. Yeah. So
0: because I, we
3: love movies. So
0: I was stoked. So he said, fuck yeah, I'll come out. So I ended up going back, picking them fucking up. And he made it there. No problems. Yeah. It was easy. But, um, yes, when I got as there, far as you know, obviously when I, when I got there, we, I rolled up, I told everybody, hold on, I fucking got all my shit all together, put on my shorts. I'm and not gonna them. lie, it was pretty ballsy of you that you were like, and you, you grabbed your sack and you were like, yo, I need $20. From every single one of you
1: motherfuckers. <laughs> I do no, know. It, it was, was pretty gangster. gangster. Gangster guy there was like a Nicky from Casino. Seriously. No, yeah! no, 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 no. Listen, no, up, no, listen. You're wrong. You're fucking wrong. He
0: was Chris old. was Nicky. Nope. No, yeah. Chris I was, was Nicky. I was Robert De Niro. I told everybody, hey, I'm going to need about 15 to 20 bucks from each year. And those that didn't bring it to me, when I first like when I first got there at the campsite, everyone was working around me. The whole pur- purpose of people setting shit up was for me to feed them. So as soon as I got there, I got the keg dropped, okay? They set up the fucking easy up. Then it was like I start setting up the tables, thanks to help of a, v- a couple people trying to help me fucking pull the tables into where I can start prepping stuff. Then everyone starts working on me. Oh, I have this other thing that I can set up to where it'll keep shade on you. Oh, this other thing I can set up to help you with the food. Everyone's trying to help me out. Chris is like... Put on your music. You get your music because you're doing all the fucking work. So, dude, I'm fucking treated like royalty right now. He's in fucking and, heaven. And He's right there with right yeah, yeah, yeah. But right now, but Shit, like, no, no, listen, no, listen, no, listen. I'm dropping I'm, I'm, I'm no, no, off all no. the food and all the booze. You're the, the, the boy drug. with the golden dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm setting up all the food and all the booze. But a lot of people haven't paid me yet. They just came up and said hello. And Chris pulled a Nikki. Chris came up to me and he said, who hasn't paid you yet? And I was like, um, this person, this person. And Dude, before, I can so finish, before I could even finish, before I could even finish, Chris was fucking on it, walking up to every single person. You pitch in yet? Nope. Well, you need to fucking pitch okay, in. Right now. Do you want food? Are you hungry? Well, guess what? You're gonna fucking starve. And you're, you're gonna be <laughs> fucking, you're, your thirst ain't gonna be quenched because you ain't getting no drink because you haven't paid my fucking boy. That's what Chris pulled. And then Chris got mad at me. Chris had to flex on me a little bit. Cause Cause he, Whoa. No, listen. He came up to me goes, he goes, whose music is this? Whose, whose music is this? And like he's looking around, I was like, "That's my music." He goes, "Oh, that's you? (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's a little poppy. It's a little poppy for you." I was scared (laughs) that somebody else put on music while you're trying to cook. But we good. We good. Like he looked out for me so much, he almost fought me because of me. (laughs)
2: Like it was, it was intense, dude. It was
0: nuts. But yeah, so everyone basically (laughs) set me up to succeed. Everybody did. Chris went and collected money from everybody. (laughs) There wasn't as many people as I thought that was going to show up, but man, it was great. Chris even walked up to me. I mean, I've been prepping for a couple hours by now. Chris is Chris asked me, hey, can I put on the use? Can I put on this? And we were listening to some old school shit that we never get to listen
2: to. <laughs>
0: we were seriously living back when we were a teenager. We were listening to the We were listening to fucking sales. we were listening to all this old shit. And it, I can't tell you how fucking amazing it was. And Chris oh, like man, basically told me. He like, goes, dude, he
3: goes,
1: early sales is
0: shit. But I like, love early sales, but like a little bit later. I love oh, early sales. But uh, Chris basically told me, he goes, dude, you come all the way out here with all this stuff. You spend all this money, and then you spend all this time working. Like, that's your job. That's what you, you deserve do. deserve
1: several blowjobs. And, and, I, no,
0: and I told Chris, I was like, this isn't work. Yeah, it wasn't work. I told Chris, shut up. I was like, <laughs> this isn't work, dude. I get to listen to my music. I get to fucking prep food and cook food for everybody. I get and to people grow- are...
3: People yeah. are... Well, people Glope. are sitting there
0: telling me, yeah, like, we are trying this, I love this. Dude, hey was well fucking deserved after that. I <laughs> didn't
1: say it wasn't, you bitch ass. <laughs> I hate you.
0: But, so <laughs> I literally, I, I think I literally shown up. I think I showed up like, we went, got there like 12, 15, 12, 30, and I was prepping from the moment we got there, setting up, getting all the food set up, to, to time. I mean, yeah. it was fucking late at night. Okay, and, wait, hold on. I and, mean, to
1: say you did a good job, I think it's just dumb. It's like, duh. <laughs> that's like, but my, but I, that's a given. My point was, it's job. like, it wasn't work. He's so, he's always so fucking on point. I yeah,
0: it was not It wasn't, wasn't worth. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that bad meal. For <laughs> him to fuck up? Yes! To
2: fuck up, it's gotta happen! You're gonna need. you're gonna need a DeLorean <laughs> <part of> time <laughs> machine
1: go back about 15 years, pal. <laughs> oh, you're six years
0: old making breakfast? It's cute. That's <laughs> shitty. Breakfast <laughs> sucks, bro. <laughs> Oh, oh you're fucking top.
2: That I know you made. future you, and he would be ashamed right now.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, I you was not doing a kiss, bitch. I, I was just saying like Chris was telling me basically, dude, you did all this work, and yet you're doing. You you did this to get away from work, and yet you're doing work. And I told him straight up, I was like, no, dude, this is fun to me. Like I'm having a blast.
3: I'm he laughing. Gets with, his ego
0: fed. You know. Yeah, and and everyone else gets fed. You know what I mean? So no, anyway, I loved it, dude. I gotta admit. Uh,
3: It made me happy. Everything
0: was great. But, okay, we're sitting here bragging about, oh, we have a great time. People don't want to hear that. What happened? What did you not like about the trip? One word. Michael. Oh, Uh yeah. I don't give a fuck. He's not a listener. Are you sure you want to do Oh, I'm dropping the name. All right. What is he going to do?
1: Chris. I'm just saying. Plain it simple. We don't like him. Wait, wait, first off, first off, no, podcast
0: listeners that have been listening for a while, remember when Chris and Adney told their own little, uh, pyramid trip? They told a pyramid trip about tying up Kaylee and, uh, the mountain, um, and fucking... (laughs) The mountain basically having to uh, tie up some kid that was a ma- magician mm. who was asking them about theology, but at the same time, like, <gasps> I can get out of any raps ever.
2: and Any it's like, knot.
0: I can get out of any knot. And if you remember, if you listen, I was like, oh, the douchebag kid. I know that douchebag kid. And we didn't name him, but we just dropped it. So it I matter. just dropped his name because Why he was like there. Him? What happened? Well, first of all, I, didn't, I was trying to be okay. Everyone's going. Everyone's fine. First, And then after, everyone knows that I'm looking for twenty bucks from each person because guess what? I spent all my money on this. So when everyone shows up to the house to take me to Pyramid, he's there with them. And everyone there that the first people that I just met that that first didn't off, know about this hold on it doesn't, doesn't own a car. That didn't know this, yeah, he doesn't own a car. But if you didn't know about this whole idea of me asking for cash, the person that aren't on the friend group on Facebook But he did. Because uh, he's on the friend group. No, no, not him. A different person. Okay. I was like, Hey, listen, everyone's giving me twenty bucks, fifteen to twenty bucks pitching in. Okay, we all pull off to get gas. That person that didn't even know about it, oh, gave me money immediately. Was that Nick, Jake. Oh, Durst gave course. me money immediately, and I watched him. Shout out
1: to a good guy. Yeah, yeah I watched serious.
0: him and Michael go into the store. Jake goes to the ATM. Then we leave. I didn't get Jake's money yet. And then Jake sees me when we park, and he's like, "Here, here's that money. I pulled it out at the ATM." <sighs> He's in the he's in the thing with me get like we're we're registering our cars to, to sleep for the right. two nights yeah. and then when we actually get to the campsite I was like Michael you got that fucking money from me he's like oh no I was sleeping the whole time I didn't get to pull it out and I was like dude I saw we pulled up at two ATMs like what do you like what do you mean and then for the next entire fucking day I was just the entire day. everybody gave me money everybody no problem because they knew the situation and this kid was completely trying to fucking work himself around it like not give me shit and then he was like. Oh, the day that I was going to leave, he was like, I I need cigarettes. And everyone was sick of giving him cigarettes because everyone was sharing cigarettes. And he just kept completely asking, didn't pitch in anything. No money, didn't bring anything along. He was just there. He was a fucking burden. And then he's like, I'm going to go to the store and get cigarettes. He goes to the store and gets cigarettes. And I'm with the group and I said, if he comes back with cigarettes and not my fucking money... I'm going to knock him the fuck out. Listen, I don't I don't like I didn't violence. Hear any, I, didn't I don't like fighting. I like having fun and making people laugh. I don't like drama. I would have been so fucking butthurt if he came back without money and you punched him with me on the fucking tube. I would have fucking lost it. Yeah, so what I was like, <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, there he is. He's back. And he walks up with the 20 and he puts it on my chest. And he's like, oh, what if, you know, he meant, makes a joke about like, what if he didn't do it? And I was like, oh, yeah, if you didn't come, if you didn't give me the 20, you're going to be leaving the campsite without 20 of your fucking teeth. (laughs) Like, I was instantly like, dude, and he was like, oh, hostility. Like, dude, this kid's such a fucking (laughs) um, (laughs) No, he's such a tool. Wait, hold on. I want to go. Stevie's sitting out there, and he just got inked up literally the day before. Literally the day before, and this kid comes out with one of those fucking sleeves that you see NBA players wearing because they have offensive shit on their on their tattoos, or because apparently I guess if you wear a sleeve on your tattoo, it won't affect the color and all that. Okay, okay. Besides all that, we had multiple people out there with tattoos, Bitchin' tattoos, Bitchin' tattoos. I don't know, like not a lot of prison. And I tattoos. asked him, and he was, I was like, "What's that thing on your arm?" And he goes. Oh, I have, like, a basic sleeve, and he didn't, he has, like, a little couple tattoos, he's like, I, you know, got a sleeve, I don't want to upset the color, and he's, like, wearing a fucking, it looks like an arm brace, and I'm like, dude, I just got my shit fucking done, like, I was like that's like, the character fucking- of this guy, like, besides him not giving Stevie money or anything, like, he has to come out with a sleeve that covers his broke-ass tattoo. Other, other than that, I mean, fucking, the, I made everybody dinner that night. They fucking loved it. I, we got to hang out, have a good fucking time. Chris and I got to see our girls make marshmallows, which is fucking great. No, no, tell, us, tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Oh, I it. Oh, you so, to tell it. To tell it. Um, fucking, well, as the night went on, everyone got a little fucking drunk. Girls were, I had Dak show up and two girls tried banging her and shit. It was fucking weird. But, um, which, what made me really happy is a lot of these girls get a little drunk and they all start getting a little rambunctious and a little slutty and trying to like get their fucking pussies wet and shit. But Chris and I had Shower and Dak, which made me very happy. Is They were they were searching for sticks to make marshmallows. It's like all these bitches like, where's the argo? You You have a dick? You have a dick? Where's my dick? Like they're <laughs> looking for dick and Argos are looking for sticks. And it's not even sexual husband And I was like, no, here, use these fucking skewers that I got from work. And then they were sitting down making marshmallows, and then Chris and I were talking, and we, like, I just did a pan like a widescreen of all the drunk girls being sloppy and gross and i'm like chris you realize that every other girl's here like trying to get laid like drunk as fuck flirting and like shaking their ass and our girls are sitting there hanging out making m- smorks. <laughs> it's like that's that's what we and chris is like the
1: mark of a good human being chris, is like, <laughs> chris
0: just looks at me it's like it's
1: pretty dope right it's yeah. <laughs> like
0: super calm like yeah, we got Pretty this, bro. That's
1: cool,
2: right? <laughs> the <laughs> thing,
1: though. Like, like, cause I actually came out Saturday. I Came out thanks to Stevie. Thank I hung God. Out. I hung out for a few hours, and uh, for the food and all that kind of thing. And uh, I had to leave that night, but in my time there, just in that time that I was there, I immediately got to see like, <laughs> exactly. wow, like these <laughs> fucking, wow, like a lot of these uh, people, like I didn't really know him, but I was like, These are drunk ass please. I didn't get enough attention, so can you give it to me, kinda of people? A lot. Dude. It really was it was pretty fucking clear and like And like, you can be like, Oh wow, you can say, like, oh wow, I look at that person. I look at that girl. That girl's attractive. That's an attractive looking person. And then they do a thing and you're like, Oh, never mind. Less attractive. Like they Not just the, that, they, but absolutely wow you are nothing to me anymore <laughs> but, going on that point are you just i want to going on that point
0: fitz was priorly hooking up with one of those girls that yes. you're talking oh yeah I know. I know you, you I know. know this do you wait wait listen fitz wait, was what? banging this chick okay and then the next day he has a couple friends show up. I'm like sweet, new people, new kids, new kids on the block. They look a little uh, like we thought they were Hispanic at first. We're like sweet, let's invite them over. Josh like yeah, let's get them over here. They're like Native American, I think. And he was like, I meet the guy. and He was like complimenting my tattoos. He was like I'm, and it made me feel all the douchey about myself actually. Because when was, I say when I say like I'm a chef or like I do these things, he reminded me of that, and I, I hated myself for a second because he was uh-huh. like, he's like those tattoos are awesome. Yeah, I'm an artist myself. I'm also a poet. And I'm also and a I was vegan. Like, I was like, oh, I hate myself so <laughs> much. Like, it made my peacocking look like I am... Yeah, awake. dude. It made him no, look... It out. made me I'm hate Oprah.
1: myself, dude. <laughs> a self-proclaimed poet is always going to be worse than anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a self-proclaimed chef, what that means is, oh, no, this is a career, and I'm going to tell you I'm a chef. That's so, that is still self proclaiming, but it's like no, that's what I'm labeled as. That's my career path. All this stuff. A poet doesn't make money. It's not a career. What that is is Tell basically a show, you're a, machine, you you're, a, a <laughs> <laughs> you're a blogger. You're a Yeah, I knew, <laughs> so Calm lame. the fuck down, bro. Like that's you so don't. Lame. That's not a living. You make your living off the kindness of others. Here,
0: here's the adorable part. He had paint, dried paint on his face. Yeah, because he went to a
1: festival. He yeah. went to a
0: festival. He, had he dried was paint coming off the of drugs. He, he was had sitting had there a and flower. he was like, he would like the try to he saw, it. He'd be like, I'm a poet, and you know it, he, and I get the a flow. flower. Fly, the no, listen, you know I'm
1: glad I had to work. I'm
0: <laughs> so mad. dude. Listen, he had a flower on the back of his head, like his hat, and then so we're all <laughs> hanging out. We're all doing that. We go out on a boat. We we got to go on a uh, fucking Fitz's boat, which is I awesome. Which God. was fucking epic. Little, fuck. little, little Dak drove. So Dak so, drove the yeah, whole so time. Fitz Fitz was driving, Fitz was drinking, he goes, fuck, he looks around. He doesn't really wanna Because like, he hates driving he's drunk, like, drunk because he everyone's can get drunk, in trouble, okay? he he can get it. He, hold, he on, hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Just for people that don't know, you can get a DUI on the water and it's just as if you're driving your truck down the fucking highway. Yeah. So Josh was a little tipsy, he realized it, and he was like, no, I don't want to do this, and he asked Dak, hey, Dak, well, he asked, do you he, think, he asked, I, around, he he asked and then Ar- like, who's sober? And everyone, Stevie said, Everyone's Dak's drunk. sober. Dak, Dak, Dak doesn't drink. Sober. Yeah. And he was like, hey, Dak, guess what? Can you drive the boat? And she was kind of like, I mean, I'm willing to, but I don't know
1: what the fuck I'm doing. What's funny is she didn't is hesitate at all. She, she did was like, not she was like, "Alright, oh, hey, hey, show hey, me." She was kind of yeah, like, "Show me. Out. Show me how to drive it. I'll fucking drive it." What's funny is that nickname is derived from the co-pilot of the Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no punchline, assholes. That's a thing. That's already a thing.
0: Oh okay, yeah, yeah. So editing that out. But uh, God, so- <laughs> watch a
1: movie. Have
0: None of you assholes watched a movie. Oh my! <laughs> God. Your movie knowledge is too deep. Uh-huh. I literally went to film school. Like I could tell you how to make the movie. You but you're gonna class, tell me you how? You, you're gonna tell me the dialogue in it? Like you're just. in a movie, homie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus
2: But, but okay, so you yeah. will
1: have sex with your movie. <laughs> Make sweet sweet. Dude,
0: you're gonna be able make to sweet, memorize my short Sweet films love my to your movie. Sweet.
2: sweet and then I'll fucking uh, uh,
0: and then I'll abort the second fucking movie. Oh! Oh!
2: SHOT FIRE! I'll abort the sequel, <laughs> home, aborting that sequel! I just wanna I'm make like, yeah. I just wanna make love to the first film! Just wanna make Shot <laughs> received. That's, that's all sweet. hand. That's all
0: hand. We're not gonna hear nothing. Fucking right. and shit. <laughs> We're not gonna hear nothing. So yeah, fucking Dak drove the boat. Uh it was it was just a fucking it was a hitter vacation, man. I'm telling you, it was it was a Best fucking time I've had in years. It felt like because I haven't been camping in that long. Good, I'm glad. But to dude. have like if Adney didn't come out there, I'd be like, yeah, it was mediocre. But the fact that he came out there and like we got all of us together to have fun and have it was time, literally just us three too. Well, like I, I came back, I was walking out, I was and I was just looking it was at Adney like I'm gonna have dude, him rape this motherfucker. I'm barbecuing, but it's literally not, okay. So we're,
1: we're gonna, hang gonna hang fucking mull over the fact that there was a bitch that looked like Juliet Lewis. Yeah, we're not gonna have to mull over that. We're gonna
0: <laughs> um, but. It was, dude, the fact that I'm barbecuing, sitting there doing my shit, we're listening to music, and we're all just yeah. hanging out, that was really fucking cool, dude. I had a fucking blast. It was an amazing time. Best camping trip I've had in fucking years, man. So I cannot tell you enough. Like, I want to do that again. I want that to happen again. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll plan it. it out again to where Adney doesn't have sex with anybody for like two months, and then we'll make sure the camping trip happens after that.
3: <laughs> you Next know what sessions,
0: I mean? whatever. Well, that's because that means you're going to be on your game. And that means there'll be no I'm, vacation trips. I, it's not about that. Well, there's going to be like... you're gonna no, have This I'm fucking
1: off? weekend, I wasn't doing a game. I was just being me, and I had fucking... No, basically what I said happened. was you couldn't make... My joke was you couldn't
0: make it there because you had to go on a vacation because you were having sex You said prior. game. What? Well, basically I said we're going to make sure you don't have sex for two months. That way you don't have to get anybody pregnant. That way you don't have to make it down to Sacramento. That way you oh! can get two oh deep
1: cuts am i going deep cuts here because that was the joke No, you're doing convoluted non joke <laughs> oh, Okay, my bad oh whoa, whoa okay but
0: okay so let's calm down here
1: a little clearer but i
0: will say okay out of the whole trip next time we had a blast we'll
1: snip adney's ball sack so we can't get sluts pregnant smart
0: or learn how to pull up bro i'm trying to tell you
1: <laughs> chris chris, chris. <laughs> It's the pull-out game isn't the problem. Uh, like, I literally... The, the thing was, we both... Like, I still would have pulled out. I My do-
2: semen
0: has a contingency plan for if I pull out. Bro, Rachel bro. was like, oh, please come at no, me. And I was like, I'm, I'm not Chris, coming Chris, in you. Chris, it's not going to
1: happen. Chris, the doctor said she couldn't conceive. I still wouldn't come at What in do here. you expect from me, I'm dude. coming on her. Like, are you
2: kidding? Are you,
0: really kidding? Okay, are you really wait, kidding? Okay, wait, hold on. Hold we're on, hold on. We're we're on. Done. Done. No, yeah, we're no, wait, hold on. This is a perfect way to end it. Hold on. I'd rather come on your stomach than come in you. I'm not about the coming in you and, like, having it, like, it, it doesn't oh, do so Oh, sorry, I like a romantic come inside you, bro. Huh? Oh, because it was romantic with the girl that you said that you didn't want to be romantically involved with.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> listen, listen
0: <laughs> Hey, sometimes it's so romantic When you don't have to clean it up You know what I mean? Like that's Right?
2: When... Fuck that, I'll right, clean it no. up I'm Fuck s- that,
0: no. I'll clean it up I'm sick
2: of getting towels I'll <laughs> lick it up <laughs> off of
0: your fucking stomach if I Go have ahead, you Go ahead, lick your own shit Because I am out. not coming in you You, you, have have it, that you, that you want to lick my simple. shit up too, Bill? Hey, listen, sure,
2: I'd rather fucking Sure, because rather... I love you <laughs> I don't make this about you being a better friend. How dare you? How fucking
0: dare he you make basically <laughs> just said he'd rather taste his own gravy than abort a new baby. You know no, what I'm saying? No, like that's basically what no, he just fucking said. No the no,
1: fucking podcast. He said he'd rather taste my gravy. <laughs> than abort your
2: baby. Whatever, then abort his own baby. Stim cells. Uh-huh. What? Wait, What? <laughs> Name of the podcast is Stem Cells, bro Stem Cells hey, hey,
1: guys New business venture Stem Cells Oh, man You're a piece of fucker But yes
0: Cam and Chip went fucking extremely well No one got pregnant it man So that's the uh dating corner I'm gonna fucking Sugar to car Shotgun thoughts Sugar to car Shotgun thoughts do kissing kissing me your average woman wears her what in lipstick in one year? Wait, what? Your average woman... Her weight and ass cheeks. Your average woman <laughs> wears her blank in lipstick each year. Who is Idris Elba? Incorrect. <laughs> height. Your average woman wears her height in lipstick a year. How is that a weight?
1: Humble, why I didn't are you say it's a weight. Fun facts, bitch.
0: No, that was a good one. Go I like home. that one. I like that one. That's money. Your average woman. That's so money. That's Whatever, man. Where's, where's her woman. height in lipstick? Your where's aver- oh, where's, where's,
2: oh, where's where's how many how many times oh, you want to like average woman? Where you want to like average?
1: You want to know average woman? You nobody, average woman gives eleven pointers. Oh. So I don't give a fuck.
0: Well, good thing I got
1: above average. By an average woman. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> no, you're not.
0: <laughs> Stand up, Adney. Don't uh, ruin the podcast. Yeah, Adney, come here. You haven't even drank any bags of wines, and yet you're over here fucking passed on yeah, the ground. <laughs> Batman doesn't lay on grounds, Adney. How much money would it take oh, you guys oh, to Batman do Gabe? His is
1: not a fucking alcoholic. His dad is. Watch the parrot. Thomas <laughs> Wayne
0: doesn't lay on grounds, Adney. <laughs> yeah, oh!
1: No, he, you never even watched the film.
0: Yeah, I did. I watched, you watch the film. If you could eat anything known to man, prehistoric or futuristic in movies that haven't even been, like, haven't even, like, the shit that they're showing in the movies hasn't even been invented yet, but it's a thing, what would you eat? Christina Hendricks' asshole. (gasps) Boom, right there. Oh, man, that is such a great I'd rather eat that than everything else. Sorry, it's my answer. But like Chris- that's so like like when I give my answer, you're gonna think that we talked about this before because I but was gonna say not,
1: that, that means that you eat the meat of it. That means you actually cooked it and ate it, not just licking oh. her butthole. So you're it's a cannibal not
2: licking
0: her butthole. It's like you're eating. a cannibal. Ooh. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> Stevie's out. I want to kill someone that I'm in love with. No, no, no she's
1: dead. You're dead. Yeah, she's no, you're dead. You're dead now. You just killed. You're Christina dead Angelus. to me. Yeah, dead. Because you chose a girl that's on my list. Dead. First. I picked her first. I dibs. <laughs> <laughs> what would you
0: pick? You are cuffed up, nigga. You're married. You're dead. You're married. She would let me. Because Seriously. I, would let her, I would let her fuck Donald Glover. You know what she happened? She would let me you out fuck casino. Danny G? Oh, my God. In a fucking
2: heartbeat.
0: <laughs> I'd let him fuck me all day. Yes. Hey, I, I, I would let
1: him fuck me for the story.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Donnie G okay. fucked me. No big deal. Here,
1: okay, here's why you're both... Say something. Here's why, here's why My you're... Buttle's famous. Here is why you're all fucking morons. Listen up. Here's the thing. If Donnie G came to town, he actually would fuck Dakota because he's a guy. He's going to fuck a hot chick. Anything above it, eight, he'll fuck. Dak is in. Meanwhile, Christina Hendricks any chick that level of hot is going to be like who are you some fucking guy don't give a fuck
0: or oh, you have a contingency plan that's you you, don't, you haven't <laughs> earned
1: it you will never get that level oh, no, never what i wanted to say was i want to eat the heart of a mosasaurus
2: or what? a megalodon what? i actually the, the whole
1: one. thing too not a piece the whole thing you can't eat the whole thing you're you're not that big Okay, you're not wait, gonna, listen, give wait, me listen. a couple of days. I'm gonna be honest okay. with you. Okay, you a megalodon after you skin it and all that. A megalodon or a mosasaur, the heart of either one of those animals. I, I would, I would go back.
0: No, no listen. You. I'm gonna tell you to be honest. Mm-hmm. I would go back. You don't so get one. No, no. no, listen. You, you don't, don't get like, one. Listen.
3: But if, if I, I edit out
0: my first thing, you said my girl's asshole. Kind of said that. It was a joke. But listen, if I was it, you know else is a joke. You. uh nothing. <laughs> no, listen, <you> know, <laughs> I didn't say it. I'm gonna be honest, I'm 100% honest. Okay, okay, okay. If I can go back to where it's accepted, I would want to know what brain tastes like. Really? Because of Hannibal Lecter. Dude, fuck. Dude, fuck. I would c- honestly want to know c- what, c- what c- human c- flesh c- tastes like. Shit. Fuck, accept just do it. Dude, yeah. Like, you have what a fucking, you, you can do that right now. No, no, you, you, have a, you have a fucking time machine. You could get accept it accepted, but you could do it secretly.
1: I don't want to do that secret. I don't want to go to sh- jail. Stevie, if I... Can... I just
0: want to know, like, if you season it right, is it... Does it taste fine?
1: Stevie, if I can go back and... Why not just do
0: human meat, then? If I can I eat a fucking... The brain, something about so the brain reminds me of... A what, like, brain. do you No, 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 intellect? listen. Something about... No, not at all. Something about the brain reminds me of foie gras, which I love, mm-hmm. which is liver. But it also reminds me of, like, li- sweetbreads or something like that. Like, li- uh, it literally looks... In the vein of Sweet Badge, which I fucking love, the lymph nodes of animals. No, you like I the just, garbage parts of
1: animals, we know. I
0: literally want to just know, like, what? Like, it's it's, it's not that I want it. That's that's gross, obviously. But it's just, back then, shit didn't matter. You do whatever the fuck you want, you whatever you want. Just, like, what would it be like? Like, it's just, it's, it's fascinating. Like, to fuck a
1: whale? Yeah, we get it. Yeah, it's just
0: fascinating. Like, what would a human brain taste like?
1: Alright, last one. Ready? No. You guys
0: are gonna hate me. Go ahead, you we fucking... We already do, so go ahead. ahead. Bitch, dude. <laughs> pizza or tacos?
2: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> <fucking> God. <laughs> That's so money to That's end
0: it. That's gonna end it for the hour. That's oh, so guys.
2: fucking money to end it. <laughs>
0: See you, bitches. I'm honestly... Dude, listen. I've thought about this question, you know I've heard people say this, but I'm gonna be 100% honest, man. Pizza. I gotta go with pizza. Pizza? I gotta go with Pizza. You, too? You car I gotta clean. go with pizza, dude. I like tacos, Hold sure, up. but, dude, <laughs> a good pizza, man, I fucking, I remember good pizza joints. Listen, I, I remember good tacos. No, listen, there's a fucking place in San Francisco called Milano's Pizzeria. Oh, don't, the only place I'm road, going to get pizza I'll bring it up, do bro. It. You're going to dream about it tonight. Shh, don't do There's it. a place called Milano's Pizzeria. Don't do it. Please, It's don't a do hidden it. don't. alleyway little don't. place. Shut up! and it's never left my mind since I was a kid it's been 10 years and I still remember it no taco place has ever done that to me besides Robertito's breakfast burrito is the only other place that I will remember to the day I die pizza can suck my fucking dick unless I'm in New York
1: I can make a Robertito style burrito ain't nobody can make a Milano's pizza and the fact that you said their name and called them out I think you're a piece of shit and I lost all respect for you. <laughs> yeah, you know the
0: one place that's better than San Francisco? New York. Well, yeah, of course. And that's the only place I'm no, buying listen, pizza, listen, bitch. Listen.
2: I'm going to San Francisco. There's a bunch of fucking Mexicans over
0: there. I'll be in Taco. No, listen. Next fucking question. I'm, no, listen. Fuck you guys. San Francisco. In the pocket. San Francisco I like have
1: the best place. Actually, No, I actually have, I have a shotgun thought that I wanted to do. Okay. I really want to ask you guys about this. I'm okay, so excited. Okay, so you guys know how I feel about... Uh, cheating, no matter what it is, um, even if okay, let's say you're a guy, right, and you're single, and there's a girl who really wants to fuck you, but get she's it. in yep, a get it going for. It. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> she's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you go after it at all, you're a fucking cunt. Yes, you are a piece of shit. Um, at what? point does that line of if a girl is in relationship and you going after her, you're a cunt. At what point does that line being horrible turn into okay? Like all of like you hear about like her boyfriend's a fucking cunt, cheats on her, is a horrible is abusive, physically abusive, emotionally abusive, cheats all the time. She wants somebody else. She really wants you. She doesn't know how to get out of it. Like, that's the extreme, right? Okay. But at what point Is it okay for, like, um, morally okay to let a girl cheat if it's with you? I'm ready.
0: Um, Morally, if if you want to, like, break it down, you can talk to her, be friends, like, prod the situation, but it's not necessarily okay until she gets rid of that guy because, not true. Well, not no, true. because she's not a hypocrite true. because she's a hypocrite to me for me for me sorry okay because she's a hypocrite to me because she's mad at her boyfriend for doing this certain thing and that's why she wants to get away from him but and yet she's gonna be doing the same exact thing that he's doing so she's just as big of a piece of shit as mm-hmm. he is and cr- even if she's not as even if she's not does the other things abusiveness all that stuff get rid of him because you look better you're a better person if you can get rid of this fucking poison in your life. But if you answer poison with poison, then you're just as
1: bad. That's why. Right, right. Okay, so time out real quick. Before Chris, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to give you the floor. Before I give you the floor, I want to say, Stevie makes a very valid point. He makes, a, he makes a good point. Which i have messed around with but, when they had mm-hmm. breakfast, so we're fine. At the same time, at the end of that, you made it about you still. You still made it about you looking good. And not feeling bad about myself, yeah. You didn't make it about doing the right thing as much as making it look like you did the right thing. Yeah,
0: you look like a better person. And
1: that's why, Chris, you have the floor.
0: If she is talking to me and we're a thing and she has a boyfriend, I'm not talking to her. It's that simple. I am not talking to her until her boyfriend hits her. But I have to see it. I have to see it. I can't take your word on it because
1: women lie. Chris, Chris, Chris.
0: That's the the other. Chris, hold on.
1: Time out. Time out. Time out. So uh, your line, for lack of a better term, uh, is as soon as the girl, the woman, (laughs) she gets physically hit. That's the line. As soon as that. As soon as that line is crossed. All bets are off.
0: For me. Personal.
1: For you, for you, for you, for you. That's what I'm saying. It's
0: but I need
1: So, uh, here's the thing. Like I we talked about um I need time precautions at least. Uh I don't know if this was actually on air or not, but uh what I've said on uh the mic before is that when you're a, a guy and a girl for once, actually comes after you, what it feels like, the best metaphor, the best definition, is you're a lion. You're a lion. You spent your whole life hunting, looking, searching, working hard for the prey. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, a gazelle breaks its breaks its own fucking legs, lays itself in your arms and says eat me. That's what it's like as a man to have a woman come after you for once. Yeah. It's unexpected, it's a surprise and most good. of all it's the greatest fucking day of your life. changing <laughs> the game. It's
0: it's not the normality. You're you're getting you're, I don't you're have you're to I wait, I don't
1: have to work for like it's an incredible feeling. Not just not just that you don't have to work for it, but it's a, also as a as a man in the dating scene, it's a, an enormous uh, self esteem booster. It's the greatest self esteem booster there actually can be. Period. So, so what you're saying is, even if they're married, if they so, come to you, you're okay. With so that. when you. <laughs> fuck you (laughs) so what i'm saying is as a guy usually because the reason why that is the reason why that's a thing the reason why i'm saying this is because as women you're used to saying no every time i got a creepy piece of shit cat calls you on the street and you're like that's you saying no Every time you're at a bar, you're having fun with your friends, and some piece of fucking shit guy comes, let me buy you a drink, and you're like, no thanks. That's you saying no. Even so much as a guy you thought was your friend was like, we should go out sometime, and you're going, I don't feel comfortable with that. That is all you saying no. You're used to it after a time. You're used to saying no to all these people coming on to you as a man you never get that it's the reverse you're always making the move you're always asking you're always requesting you're always give me a chance what's so what everything is give me a chance uh it may not be go with me at the same time sometimes you're charming a little bit you work your work and you do your thing but the fucking end game is always the same you're always working you always looking for the yes your whole fucking life you're working, you're looking for the yes you're working towards it to get the yes and you're used to hearing no 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 or and eh, eh, eh. and you're like that all translates to a no until you get the yes so what's you're changing? used to being offensive so when all of a sudden someone comes at you you don't know how to work defense you've never been you've never worked defense yourself you ever been taught how to work defense? You have no Dude, idea you left you when it what comes defense, defense is. you all well. I want offense, and if you're gonna throw offense back at me, well, that's what I've been going towards. So, win-win, motherfucker. You jump right back into it. So, as a guy, it's almost fucking impossible to say no. Like, if a guy Dude, is, you were,
0: oh wait, you were describing so, sparkle. The thing that happened, you were literally describing the thing that well, happened. Well, explain the reason that you're. It was because of the shotgun thought. Get to like the, what your answer basically is for the shotgun thought. Of like. I forgot. You forgot you were saying? Because you've been <laughs> rambling that's on why you're just ranting for 20 minutes, you're like, that's <laughs> why on. you're just fucking ranting? <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. And that's no, gonna end it for the alcoholic. It's, not, podcast. it's <laughs> not. It's
1: not. <laughs> It's not. It's not. It's not. But because like, because everyone no, listens shut up, to you. Shut Shut up. I was making a point, but like, Steve. made me feel like I. Was we have work tomorrow, dude. <laughs> no, Steve like like, made me feel like I was making it like there was a different thing. He made me feel like there was something else. Okay, get back to it. The point that I was gonna make is that it's fuck. It's 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 different. For, essentially, at the basest, most base form of it, it's different for men and women, and you have to acknowledge that. That doesn't mean that one sex is better than the other. It's not a sexist thought to say that it's different dating for each or other sex. That's not a sexist thought. Saying that it's like that's not what's easier for me. What it's saying is there's a dynamic. It's been established. This is what it is. The men hunt and the women decide. That's the way dating is. They're the ones that reproduce, so it's their decision of who
0: they want to... They what, pick out... What's the gene pool that I want to dive into? They I pick, don't want to just yeah. fucking allow someone to get me fucking... It's something that's going to make sure my baby is healthy, uh, strong. Basically, the, the gene is going to live on and be stronger. It's Darwinism 100%. Oh, man. The only bad gene I have is my baldness. Every other gene is so amazing. That's why you need to get with a hairy fucking like southern, you know, or like come on, a come South on, South American. Alright, let's end it. Let's end it. Wait, little, let's. No end wait, it? Adney, your answer. Your no, what's no, your no, answer no. for the uh the the is it bad? What point? At what point is it bad or okay for you to fuck around on someone who's in a relationship?
3: The
1: like so like I said like I've been building up this like a fucking asshole because I am an asshole. Uh, God damn right. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so much easier to say no as a woman it's a lot fucking harder as a man to say no and if you're in that situation where you are single and there is a girl and she's in a relationship and she does seem to be interested in you um, at any point at all points it is wrong for her to cheat on whoever she's with, with you, it's always wrong. And I think that at all, no matter what the situation is, you should feel a little bit stupid at the very least. Because you uh, could be, agree. you could be in because, that spot. I'll tell you what.
0: No, because you could be in that spot. You could be the guy that has here's your girlfriend thing. out there doing Chris. what he's talking about. Now here's the, the thing. And, but at that point, it's sh- not about sh- you. Chris at that course. point, it's not about you. It's about her and it's about her problems and what the fuck she is dealing with and everything that she has contained. And then you are a subproduct of what she has developed. Chris, you are... Go ahead.
1: If the relationship is so fucking bad, it's so horrible, it's different than that, then she needs to leave it. I'm not saying you should never hook up with that girl. Because sometimes shit happens. No one's a fucking saint. No one's a saint. What I'm saying is, like, she made a fucking, she, she made a promise, basically. She gave her word that she was going to be faithful. Even if he broke that word, her breaking that word back doesn't make it automatically equal. What she should do is leave the fucking cunt. Then go off for something else. Just cheating on him doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't fix her life. Hasn't fixed relationships. Doesn't fix how she sees the world. It makes world. him feel
0: justified, actually, because it's like, well, you cheated on me as well. So All it does, it even, makes
1: her feel justified. She's like, oh, well, I did a thing too. So now we can get back together. We both fucked up. Now we're back together instead of solving the core issue, which is we shouldn't be together and we should both move on because neither of us are fucking happy. And. If a girl is in that kind of situation, she wants to cheat with you. I'm not saying freeze your fucking dick. i to never fuck her again. But all I'm saying is, hey, you know, maybe yep. not trust that fucking chick. Or yeah,
0: fuck her and don't tell anybody. You know what I mean? Bam. You feel fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> don't do that. Uh, but you shouldn't feel completely justified in that situation. Once again, this is a huge gray area. Life isn't black and white.
0: And then we're going to fucking, uh, have it with some soup and fucking... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to alphabet soup. Call me, to me by the hand, get an open door and walk right in the library. Man, the library. Berry. Call me, to me by the hand, I'm not going to fuck you because you have a boyfriend. Ah! <laughs> the honorable am very And if your author is Redo it, redo it. This week on CB's book suggestion, I'm gonna suggest Super Fetus by Adam Pepper. Money. Um it's a macabre book and uh Too Tough to be aborted. Superfetus fights back. That's the book. <laughs> okay? Um the premise You
1: motherfucker. What do you want me to do? I read this it's great, it's a great book. <laughs> No, so you planned this so wait, well. Wait, wait, what? I didn't Batman this. I didn't have a plan I for this. I don't believe you're non-Batman. I don't nah. believe you. Are you trying to do this thing? I feel like you're making a choice right now, a Joker choice.
2: <laughs> I was a little bit. <laughs> I believe you. Really, I
0: believe you really meant that.
1: <laughs> now do the
0: Jared Leto version. <laughs> uh, well, um, it's. I believe all uh, that. I'm guessing. Uh, I it think guess. that uh, this baby is a little too much to be aborted.
2: Uh, rat
0: <laughs> <piss>. Super <laughs> fetus uh, fights a bag.
2: Ah 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 ah! I hated it, was more, his laugh. it was more like ah 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 Quack! It
0: sounds like the fucking. <laughs> he was such Dude, a It's duck. penguin. No, it's, it's it's penguin. It sounds a little penguinish. He, like he went penguin. <laughs> he went. <laughs> um. So it's uh, he's a fetus growing in the womb of a whiny white trash whore of a mother. His problem. Hey, man, just like you. <laughs> His problem? She wants to have him aborted. But what this bitch doesn't know is that she isn't pregnant with some mild-mannered, developing human form. Hell, heck, no.
2: What the? Fuck? This is a
0: super fetus. He has an attitude, and he is determined to be born whether she likes it or not. Doing push-ups in the womb day and night until he becomes amazingly buff, this little fetus is prepared to fight off the onslaught of vacuums, tongs, coat hangers, and scalpels. Once that son-of-a-bitch doctor comes for him, he'll be ready. And that's going to end it for the Alcoholicast. Um, you can find us all on Facebook and Instagram at Please alcoholicast church. with a hyphen...
1: Please rate and review us. That was so joker. That's jugger- the most... Imp- so joker, you... <laughs> but seriously, please, if you've if you've not hated the show, uh, give us a rating or review on your iTunes or whatever the fuck. Uh, it really helps us out. It gets us recognition. It gets us somewhere. It can get very possibly a sponsor. In that case, this show won't cost us money. And we can go on to do other things as, like, our sketch comedy that we've been writing for, you know, the past 32 years. Yeah,
0: and um, it can also help us out with uh, equipment to so where that we necessarily don't have to put in as much time as we have been putting in. Uh, and yeah, just if you, can, if you can seriously rate and view us, every one of you. Please do it. It takes Seriously. two fucking seconds and it really helps us out. It gets us more fucking listeners. It, it gets us a bigger man. fucking following and we literally don't have to fucking do this all for free. Uh, and then you can find me on Instagram at The Last Bibliophile and you can find me on Facebook at Stevie August Borghese. You can find Adney in Sacramento aborting babies. You can find Chris here. I mean, Chris puts it in their butt and has is the pullout king apparently, so he doesn't need it more, baby. why would I put it on their butt if I'm the pullout king? There's no that makes no
1: sense. You can't find me because I'm oh, wait, just, hiding in oh, the wait. shadows.